MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Lay off me, I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you own. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. (laughs) My goodness, welcome my friend. It begins, this is day number one, our Camp Out for Hunger 2023 in the Presidency Radio Program. Our 26th year of doing this. Right next to Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. So we're going to dive into all this up here. Hello. Kristen and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Nailed it. All right, today is Monday, November 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. On Saturday night, Sixers guard Kelly Oubre Jr. was released from a Philadelphia hospital where he was treated after being struck by a car in Center City. The 27-year-old was hospitalized in stable condition with broken ribs, other injuries to his hip and right leg, and an assortment of bruises and cuts to his body. Fortunately, Oubre avoided more serious injuries, and the team says he will miss a significant amount of playing time, but not the rest of the season. Representatives from the team including Sixers president Daryl Morey, were with him at the hospital. The Sixers said he was walking on the 1400 block of Spruce Street, crossing Hicks Street, when he was hit by a car that was trying to turn onto Hicks. Police are still searching for the driver who fled the scene in a silver vehicle. Despite his injuries, Oubre is expected to join the team to observe practice on Tuesday. He will be reevaluated in one week, and officials are still waiting to see how this will impact the rest of the season. It could have been so much worse. Mm-hmm. It could have been, yep. One person is in custody after alleged stabbing a fellow employee at a restaurant in Montgomery County on Saturday. According to police, the incident happened just before 4 o'clock at Bar Luke on Hector, Hector Street in Conshohocken. Oh. Officials were dispatched to the restaurant for reports of a stabbing. Upon arrival, police were told that there was an altercation between two restaurant employees that escalated. One employee stabbed the other, police say. The employee, who has not been identified by police, was arrested a block away from the restaurant. Police also say they recovered a pocket-type knife at the scene. The victim was re- uh, transported to Lankanal Hospital with non-life-threatening stab wounds. The owner of Bar Luca, Brian Pieri, released the following statement on the incident. There was an incident tonight at Bar Luca involving an altercation between two staff members. I want to thank our staff and the White Marsh Police Department for both being swift and incredible in handling the situation. Our remaining energy will be spent focusing on the staff member who was unfortunately involved unwillingly in the altercation. I'm grateful for the incredible work by the White Marsh 
Police Department and Chef Will and his team. Thank you to all of those who reached out to be supportive. No further information has been released on the incident. You guys ever seen, uh, you know, co-workers almost go at it oh, yeah. or actually oh, yeah. go at yeah. it before? Oh, oh yeah. I almost yeah. Um, went at her. And, and tempers can really run a little high and, and hot at a restaurant. Yes. <laughs> the um, the head chef at the restaurant that I worked at, like, flat out, like, he half swung a uh, bottle of champagne. Uh, I mean, at a, a, at a server? At me! At, at me! <laughs> Were you a server? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't ser- even do anything that, he was just pissed off about something, and I just said the I wrong thing. That. Yeah. A guy attacked me with a box cutter, a co-worker. Wait, what? Yes. Oh, my Years God. ago, I was being outlandish, though. I was opening a box. Oh. So, uh, he freaked you? out. It was, no, but I told you the story. But listen, between, between the kitchen staff and the wait staff, oh, like it's, it's a regular, oh. it can yeah. be a regular ward. It isn't always it that way, but sometimes. Makes the Middle East look manageable. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm wondering if the guy who got stabbed was kitchen staff or wait staff or. I think they were both in the kitchen. They I both in the kitchen? Yeah. I think well, that can happen too. Traditionally, at the end of the evening in a restaurant situation, you're supposed to split your stabbings, right? With everyone? Yeah. yeah. Only if you're a server. Right. right. Only yeah. if you're a server. Yeah. Uh, I almost stabbed Nick on Friday because he didn't bring champagne to work. I'm I, so sorry. It's okay. Just make sure you have it this Friday. I stocked up for this week. We're good. Right. Was he supposed to bring champagne to no, work? I'm oh. kidding. Um, yeah, she so wants to stab me in I was, <laughs> She just wants to drink Often. is what she wants. She was, wants to get hammered. Uh, I was at this restaurant just two weeks ago. Uh, and the food at this was, very restaurant? This very restaurant. The food was excellent. The people were great. They uh, they gave us lemon jello shots at the end of our dinner. Like, it was great. And so when I got the, when I saw this happen, I was like, oh, boy. This On the way bad. out, Kathy whispered to the guy, if you ever want to get with me, stab some. <laughs> no, I didn't. Stop it. <laughs> Millions of Indians celebrated Diwali on Sunday with a new Guinness World Record number of bright earthen oil lamps as concerns about air pollution soared in the South Asian country. Uh, across the country, dazzling multicolored lights decked homes and streets as devo- uh, devotees celebrated the annual Hindu festival of light symbolizing the victory of light over darkness. But the spectacular and much-awaited massive lighting of the oil lamps took place as usual at Sarayu River. A d- at dusk on Saturday, uh, they lit over 2.22 million lamps and kept them burning for 45 minutes as Hindu religious hymns filled the air at the banks of the river, setting a new world record. Last year, over 1.5 million earthen lamps were lit. Uh, after counting the lamps, Guinness Book of World Records representatives presented a record certificate to the state's top elected official. Over 24,000 volunteers, mostly college students, helped prepare for the new record. Diwali, a national holiday across India, is celebrated by socializing and exchanging gifts with family and friends. The festival came as worries about air quality in India rose. A hazardous 400 to 500 level was reported on the air quality index last week more than 10 times the global safety threshold, which can cause acute and chronic bronchitis and asthma attacks. Kathy, when was, uh, when was it? Was this yesterday? This was yesterday, Okay, yeah. yeah I saw, we were out and about last night, and uh, I saw in a few spots some people setting off fireworks last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, what's going on? And then we got uh, into our neighborhood, and we have some Indian families that live there, and there were some parties and things going on. I'm like, it's got to be some uh, uh, holiday that I wasn't familiar is, with. Yeah, so, actually, okay. so fireworks are a big part of there this you go. Uh, in, in India. They do okay. set off fireworks. 
fireworks. And they also do large asbestos bonfires, oh, wow. which a lot of people have problems with. <laughs> my my vet, uh, one of my vets is a um, is is Indian, and it's also a time of uh, of charity. Mm-hmm. So they do food drives and everything like that as well. So it's a, a, almost like a day of service. I didn't know. Uh, I don't. This might be the first time we've ever talked about Diwali on our show. And next year, we should line up food trucks and fireworks with Diwali. Yeah, and get all the Indians <laughs> to come out and celebrate with with fire trucks. Yeah, right. Charity, like you mentioned, Steve. That'd be a nice tie-in. All right, in sports this morning. Sixers won again, beating the Indiana Pacers yeah, right. 37 to 126 last night across the parking lot in the Wells Fargo Center. Tyrese Maxey scored a career-high 50 points to lead the Sixers to the victory as they won their eighth straight game to improve to 8-1 on the season. The two teams will play each other in the same building again tomorrow night, and the Preston and uh, Preston and Steve will ring the bell before the game begins. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. What time do you guys ring the bell? Right at, at seven? seven? I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. Former Flyers goaltender Roman Chekmonik died yesterday at the age of 52 in his native Czech Republic. No cause of death was released. Chekmonik played four seasons in the NHL. Uh, the, the first three with the Flyers from 2000 to 2003. In that time, he was voted to the 2001 NHL All-Star Game and twice selected the Bobby Clark Trophy winner as the team's MVP. President of Hockey Operations, Keith Jones, uh, who will be here later this morning, said in a statement that the Flyers are extremely saddened to hear of the passing of former goaltender Roman Chekmonik. His passing at too young of an age is heartbreaking to all of us. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family during this difficult time. The Flyers wrapped up their road trip through California with a win over the uh, Ducks on Friday and then another win against the Kings in Los Angeles on Saturday. They're off until Wednesday when they'll travel to Raleigh to take on the Carolina Hurricanes and the Eagles are off until a week from tonight when they'll return from their bye week to play the Chiefs in Kansas City. Kickoff that night will be at 8.15 and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Gather Mono. Yeah! With the information you need. Even you know, Santa's applauding. Oh, yeah, I was going to make an announcement. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I killed your announcement. You did, you did. You did, you did, but you didn't know I was going to announce it. I, I didn't want to point out celebrities in the audience that want to remain incognito, but Santa Claus is here. Later. Santa! You know what? That's a good point. we got to keep our eye on security for him because he's in the crunch time now. Yeah, yeah, he could be on edge for all yeah. we know. I mean, like, uh, you know, the people in the fight in the kitchen, he could be kicking the elves' asses all over the place for Who all we know. Who knows what kind of prick he is on the offense? Well, we're happy that you guys are here. Thank you for being here this yeah. morning. A beautiful way to start this week with a nice group, and uh, we have stuff planned through the course of the morning, the evening, all throughout the week, and we hope that you'll be a part of it, and more importantly, make a donation uh, to the Camp Out for Hunger and Phil Abundance. One of the first guests we'll talk to this morning will be Lori Jones, the CEO of Phil Abundance. And this is the whole predicate for this thing, which is to collect food. You come down, you can participate in anything that's going on, just make a donation. You can pick up food if you want and bring it down. There are many different ways to do it. This is specifically, we really like to see 
food donations come down here because we're ready to take them and they're immediately processed through. So we love that. That's the whole general atmosphere of the Camp Out for Hunger. Yep, we've got uh, Acme, uh, the, the store here on location if you want to make a purchase if you don't have time to stop off on your way into work or home from work or whenever you may be able to come by. You can take care of that here. And we do have some guests joining us this morning. Uh, our good friends uh, Mickey Morandini and uh, Ricky Batalico, former uh, Phils, are stopping by. We have a, a little thing we're going to play with them, uh, which we always find goofy stuff for those two guys to do because they're up for it. It's, am- it's amazing how quickly they agree to stupid stuff. Uh, Keith Jones, like Kathy said, Flyers president, is stopping by. Uh, we also have uh, Boston Scott, Eagles running back. Very nice. He's going to be here this morning. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a variety of, of donations and uh, nice conversation. Our house band this morning is Chico's Vibe, which is yeah. our Monday tradition. We'll get some live music from them in mere moments. And while you are here at the camp out, they play during our commercial break. So you're entertained with some live music. And we're going to feed you when you stop by, too, because we have coffee all morning from Dunkin' and Donuts for the first 200 donors that come down this Excellent. morning. Uh, and we're also going to have uh, breakfast for our volunteers and our staff and donors, courtesy of Leedy's Not Your Grandmother's Pork. <laughs> These guys are fantastic. Wow. Yeah, they've been by the studio before, so that is breakfast this morning, so you get to eat while you're here, too, which is wonderful. You're feeding people. We're going to feed you, uh, and I do want to mention uh, this hour is sponsored by, uh, is it Leedy's or Letty's? I don't want to mess I'm that gonna, up. I'm going to go with Letty's, but I'm probably wrong. L-E-I-D-Y-S, if you want to do a quick search on that. If you've never had it before, these guys are fantastic, and uh, they've fed us before. They're going to feed you, so this hour is brought to you by them. Uh, well, and- you know what? We're going to have Chris Mulder, who's the president and CEO, by a little bit uh, I love it. Yeah, so we'll ask that person. We'll get the clarification? Yeah. All right. Yep. So that and more is taking place. And we'll do our regulars while we're uh, going through the course of the day. So that means we're going to do the stupid question and uh, uh, the entertainment news when we return in a moment. And you can come down. There's an audience. There are seats here. We are ready to see you this yep. morning. Yeah, and the setup is phenomenal. Our our crew, Eric Simon, Rodney, Bird, and, and everybody involved, and everybody will get name-checked because they certainly deserve it, have done an unbelievable job as we get set for the Camp Out for Hunger. So we'll go ahead and we'll take our first break. We'll come back in just a moment and we will await your arrival. Chico's Vibe is going to play us into the commercial break so stop by and see us. Xfinity Live Wells Fargo Center Complex. We'll be back in a moment with the Camp Out for Hunger. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger live. See all the guests, the crazy stunts, and the generous donations. Get the streaming link at WMMR.com slash campout. Thanks to our friends at Newman University. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. 
I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. 93.3 WNMR, 7 Rocks, our first day of Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah! yeah! Woo! Fantastic crowd here this morning. Chico's vibe, everybody! Little Doopie Brothers bringing us into so good this segment. It's wonderful. We got a great day planned for you. We we'll get to all the details if you missed out on the first. Let's go ahead and take a look at traffic and see how we are moving or not. But Kathy, you got some people to thank on the way into that too. What's up this morning? Yes, I do. We want to thank Bimbo Bakeries USA, Equipment Trucking and Warehouse, Atlantis Ar- Architects, United Rental Power and HVAC, Keys Towing, and Indre Recording and Productions. Uh, we've got traffic being diverted around an accident on the White Horse Pike at Franklin Avenue. Both directions being affected. They had it shut down for a while. Looks like they've been able to reopen some of the roadway so that you can pass by it. Also, east on the White Horse Pike between 41 and 295. The road closed there for emergency construction and electrical repairs. 676 northbound at Martin Luther King Boulevard, exit 5. Right lane blocked with an accident. You're jammed back to Atlantic Avenue. On the New Jersey Turnpike northbound at 195 in the outer lanes, an accident in the right lane. 55 northbound. Jams from Deptford to the 42 freeway. We have volume building on 95 southbound from Academy to Cotton and the Vine westbound slows the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill. Schuylkill eastbound jams Montgomery to University and then westbound from City Avenue to Gladwin. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Get a bounty of fall fruit at Whole Foods Market. Save on organic Honeycrisp apples for $3.29 per pound with Prime through November 14th while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Romano. They love her. Just get used to it, Dad. We don't yeah. have to do that every time. <laughs> it's okay. Santa, did she do okay? Yeah. Thank you, Santa. Yeah. Double thumbs up from Santa Claus. Uh, by the way, I want to thank Bimbo Bakeries. Uh, they are Bimbo Bakeries USA. They are the broadcast tent sponsorship. So each day they do a donation from one of the brands. Today they're donating 500 loaves of Arnold 100% whole wheat bread. Nice. Uh, and the recipe is a unique blend of grain, seeds, nuts. Give each variety the delicious taste and nutrition that you love. It's your delicious. It's delicious. Good nutrition uh, for your balanced life. So we don't collect perishable items here at Camp Out, but when bulk donations, Donations are arranged ahead of time with fill abundance. They can get those and distribute them uh, distribute them immediately. So that's what they are doing. They're so amazing. And Preston, the, the setup here this morning is both you and I showed up uh, you know, very early. We we're blown away. This is the best yeah. iteration, the best layout of the camp out I've ever seen. It's amazing. Yes. Wonderful. And and more importantly, I have a uh, I have a first world problem what? Uh, that I need to ask for some help uh, on before I begin. I just I won't go on. No. I need some moisturizing lotion. (laughs) 
Does anyone, Santa, you must chafe up in the North Pole. Do you have moisturizing yeah. lotion? All right, because oh, there we go. my hands are so dry, I don't think I can change, turn the pages on the papers that I have. That's oh unbelievable. Gosh, it's, a, um, it's unbelievable. It is, it's a... Uh, You're a professional. You're being asked to do this. Look at you. Yeah. We need to find out who that savior is right now. She gave me some uh, ultra moisturizing hand cream. Preston, there's really not much of a difference between you and a quadruple amputee at this point with what you're having to deal with. <laughs> All right. Who do we have there, Marissa? Do we know? Do you have a microphone, Marissa? Oh, hi. What's your name? It's Krista. Krista! From Corn Fam. Oh, from, I can't even see you from here. I know. I was like, he doesn't know it's me. I, do, I didn't know. <laughs> Lovely to see you. Corn Fam is this group of people that in the quarantine, uh, in COVID, uh, got together. It was this online community. Our buddy Brian Miller started it. Oh, really? How about you and guys? So Rochelle is a member of Corn Fam. I was a, an observer of Corn Fam. <laughs> Let me ask you, was, was Preston sort of aloof? Because we understand that he ignores his neighborhood. Is that correct? Um, yeah, he's kind of, oh, I can't <laughs> say certain things on the air. Um, no, Preston, we would see him um, go to bed. He would say goodnight. He'd be like, he'd be like night press, love you. Yeah, it well, was. He, he has, yeah, and he's so dry. There we it's go. It's very dry. It, no. was, it was a Zoom uh, thing, so yeah, I would jump in every now and then. Oh, that's Thank cool. you. Mwah. Mwah. Good to Savior. see you. Good to see you. Thank you for being here this morning. Well, yeah, her dad is here. Her dad. Yes. All dad. He's awesome. All right, let's dive into stuff. I'm going to do the stupid question we are going to give away as a prize today for the correct answer. Uh, case of November's Beer of the Month, Victory Brewing's Merry Monkey. Ah. So we're going to give away a case of this, and the question that I will ask you is this. In which city was Bruce Lee born? In which city was Bruce Lee born? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. And I'll go through some birthdays while we await your answer. Today is the 13th day of November, and it's Whoopi Goldberg's Whoop! birthday. Whoopi! Whoopi! Whoop! Uh, Whoopi is celebrating her 68th birthday today, uh, current host of The View. And she does fart from time she to time. Known to be, in fact, she is oh, called weird. out by all the other View members for being incredibly gassy. Yeah. I, but, I mean, it has happened on the air, right? Like, it was yes. confirmed that that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and what are you going to do? If one slips out... I don't know, just, not fart on the air? Well, some people can't help it, Kathy. You, they're, they're doing a live show, you know? Absolutely. They need moisturizer, yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Brokaw used to crap himself on air. Yeah, there are plenty of broadcasters who don't crap their pants on the air. I'm sure she could figure something out. God, you're harsh, man. Uh, Whoopi is 68 today. Uh, Gerard Butler has yeah, his birthday as I well. I like that guy. 300, uh, Greenland. You like it? This is a good movie, right? Greenland's a good movie. It's a good end of the world sort of movie. Yeah, a law-abiding citizen. Come on, that's number one. That's number one on the list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he turns 54 years old today. Uh, it's Jimmy Kimmel's birthday today. Uh, he is 56. Our, our friend uh, Todd Glass managed to give our name a uh, <laughs> uh, the show uh, a name check on Jimmy Kimmel one time, and Jimmy totally busted his balls over that. Yeah, what do you say? He says, oh, those uh, Preston and Steve guys. They really- Boy, about so, those Preston and Steve something guys. Something about How an about intern. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I forgot yeah, yeah. what the story was that, that uh, Todd told, but he slipped it in there for it us. It was great. Was pretty cool. He's 56. Uh, actor Chris Knopf, Mr. Big, Sex in the City. So is he? he's no longer on yeah, there, he right? Got, he got he fired. Yeah, he too, right? Yeah. Yes, he did, yeah. 
So he turns 69 today. Uh, a guy we've had on many times, Joe Montaigne. Yes. Has his birthday. Uh, uh, our favorite movie, Nick. Oh, yeah, Baby yeah, Stay Baby Out. Stay Out. Oscar winning performance. Now, I've never seen that. It, it is. You guys, like, you're going to hate every second of it. Yeah. But uh, go in knowing that it's a, a, a great, terrible movie. Do you okay. know what it's meant to be? It's meant to be like a, a Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah. That's what it is. It's got really? Joey yeah, Pants. Yeah. It's really yeah. silly. Uh, so Joe Montaigne is 76 years old today. Uh, Steve Zahn ah. also has a birthday. Uh, he's 56, and you know him from Reality Bites and uh, That Thing You Do. He's great in that. You know that clip of them uh, dancing to My Sharona from that movie? Oh, yeah. For some reason, that's I, that keeps popping up on my Instagram. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a, a very, now. very 90s moment in a very 90s movie. Oh, it was as 90s as you could get. So Steve is 56. And then the last birthday I saw, Casey, I'm going to put this to you. Monique Coleman. I have no idea who that is. High School Musical. I saw that. Like I, I was, I was more of a Teen Beach movie kind of guy. That's what you were yeah, into. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could tell you everything Teen Beach movie. I don't like. She didn't play Sharona. Not, not even remotely. Doesn't ring a bell. Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell at all. No. Oh, okay. No. Who played Sharpay? What was her name? Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, from Phineas and Ferb. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Monique Coleman, who none of us know, is 43 <laughs> years old today. All right. Let's see. All right. We got to test out the phone, see if these things work. We are looking to get an answer to the super question this morning. In what city was um, Bruce Lee born? And I'm going to click this button. Oh, I can already tell by the feedback they're here in the studio. Uh, Brian? All right, Brian's here. Do me a favor, Brian. Say something into the the phone. Okay, that's not going to work. That's sexy Chewbacca, by the way. Yeah, step up here to the the microphone, sexy Chewbacca. (laughs) Sexy Chewbacca is a veteran of the belly flop challenge. He is. All right, let's turn his uh, phones off. Yeah, he's on hold. All right, Brian, what city was Bruce Lee born in? San Francisco. You got it, man! Nice job, buddy. We are going to give you a case of November's Beer of the Month, Victory Brewing's Merry Monkey. And Victory Brewing's Merry Monkey is a must this season. A Belgian ale with cranberry, orange, and cinnamon at 10% ABV to all a good night. And by the way, Brian got the best photo of the uh, belly flop championship this year. Him dressed as Richard Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> in midair. Uh-huh. Yeah. With a, just the most blissful look on his face right oh, before yeah. he goes in. Kathy, you saw that one, right? Yeah. It's just the best. So, Brian's a winner all the way around. Mm. Alright, at the box office this weekend, I was happy to see that number one was uh, The Marvels. Nice. Uh, 47 million. Uh, we just had uh, our friend... Um, Laura Cartman. Laura Cartman on, who was the composer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was like, please go see it. Please go see it. And <laughs> please. A, a lot of people did go see it, so I'm happy to hear that for her and, and for Marvel as well. They need a good one. Uh, second was Five Nights at Freddy's, followed by Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Uh, Priscilla was fourth. Then you have Killers of the Flower Moon, The Holdovers, Journey to Bethlehem, Tiger, Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie, and number ten was Radical. Radical. All right, so entertainment news-wise, we're going to start with this. Dwayne The Rock Johnson appeared on the very first episode of Trevor Noah's What Now podcast and shared that multiple political parties contacted him in 2022 to see if he would run for president of the United States. <laughs> he Could said, you imagine? He said, that was an interesting poll that happened, and I was really moved by that, referring to a 2021 poll that revealed that 46% of Americans would support his campaign. He said, I was blown away, and I was really honored, and I'll show 
share this a little bit with you. At the end of the year, in 2022, I got a visit from these parties asking me if I was going to run and if I could run. He said it was a big deal, and it came out of the blue. It was one after the other, and they, they brought up that poll, and they also brought up their own deep-dive research that would prove that should I ever go down the road, I'd be a real contender. But despite all that buzz, he's not going to do it in the future. He says it was all very surreal because it's never been my goal. My goal has never been to be in politics. As Why a matter would you of go fact, through- He said, as a matter of fact, there's a lot about politics that I hate. Why would you go through that nightmare? Yeah. Right? I mean, so he's, he's on top of the world. He's one of the box office. For superstars, yeah. why would you do that? He'll make way more money staying yeah, right yeah, where yeah. he is and being happy. Uh, last year, he told CBS Mornings that uh, the idea was off the table because his number one priority is being a daddy to his three daughters. All right, on Saturday, Kel Mitchell explained the reason that he was hospitalized earlier uh, in the week. Uh, the Good Burger actor said in an Instagram video that a bulging disc caused him to have some very scary symptoms. Wow. Uh, he shared he was out shopping and the room started spinning, so he stopped for food and water. Water because he thought that he might be dehydrated. He said, but I did that. The whole right side of my arm and leg was numb, followed by me not being able to swallow. I mean, like, so you would think you're having a stroke or right, a heart right. attack. So, if, And he's just shopping. Yeah. And at that, uh, when I, uh, that's when I panicked. So I drove myself to the hospital. I wouldn't advise anybody to do that, but I was panicking, so I wobbled myself to the car. At the hospital, he lost the ability to move his right arm. Yeah. And this prompted a number of tests, including C. CT scans and EKGs. What, what, you, you had an injury just from turning a screwdriver. Yeah. Over the weekend, I reached back to get toilet paper oh. off the dispenser and almost ended up in an iron lung. There you I go. What the hell happened? Uh, he said what we feared wasn't what it was. He said it was actually a bulging disc that I had from a prior injury that was pressing up against a nerve, mimicking all those symptoms that I was going through. Uh, and he thanked all his fans for their support. But I could see where you would think... I'm going to die. Sure. This is this. I is always it. think I'm going to die. This is what's going to happen. But you're going to die right now. Yeah. So. I always think I'm going to die right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kiki Palmer's mother, Sharon Palmer, shared a video to Instagram on Friday after her daughter filed a restraining order against her ex-husband, Darius Jackson. Documents show that the Nope actor is accusing Jackson of domestic violence. We spoke about this last week. Yeah, there's apparently a, a fair amount of video that would corroborate this. Sharon's video came in response to a since-deleted tweet by Jackson's brother, insecure actor uh, Sarunas Jackson uh, in which he appeared to denounce his brother's action. Sharon said for Sarunas Jackson to post on his Twitter the ridiculous stuff that he's posted when he knew his brother was abusive and she said I went to him over a year ago and told him that his brother was abusive to my daughter and he said well I used to be like that too. And she added so now he's posting on Twitter that he's this special guy when we know that he's the biggest F boy in Hollywood. He's disrespectful to women just like his little brother. And he denied those claims in the comment section of her post. He said, I never once said that to Sharon. Not once in my life. I have never been abusive to any woman uh, I have ever been involved with. And I'm not going to keep on with this circus. But Sharon, the world is about to hear your voice very soon and the threats you made to my family. So, so is being labeled an F-boy, I assume that's a negative, right? That's oh, a yeah. Jordan, right. Okay. Yeah, that's not a nice thing. All right. Because I know there's F-boy Island, yes. which apparently is lovely. You don't want to go there. <laughs> On the opposite side of all of that, uh, Gordon Ramsay is dad for the sixth time. Wow. Hey. With his wife of almost 30 years, Tana Ramsay. 
Uh, the celebrity chef posted a trio of photos from the hospital on his vetted Instagram account Saturday, revealing the pair had welcomed a son, Jesse James Ramsey. What kind of dad do you think he is? Because the public persona is this volatile guy. Yeah. He's probably a big mush, right? Yeah, probably. Or he's a prick. Who knows? In the caption, he wrote, what an amazing birthday present. Please welcome Jesse James Ramsey, 7 pounds, 10 ounce Whopper. Uh, one more bundle of love to the Ramsey Brigade. Uh, he continued telling his children at three boys, three girls, and and then he wrote, done. Uh, so they have been married since 96. Parents, two daughters, Tilly, Megan, and Holly, Anna, and sons, Jack, Scott, and Oscar, and now Jesse James Ramsey. Uh, so seven pounds is decent. Decent. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So I believe a near world record occurred over the weekend, right? You... It, was a, it was a record at that hospital, right. which was uh, around the 13 pound range. 13 pounds. Yep. That's a biggie. What's the largest dump you've ever taken? Uh, about 14. 14 pounds. pounds. Yeah, yeah, so, but dumps and babies are different. <laughs> Very things. different, yeah. yeah. You have to uh, get rid of one. Nick, this story is for you. Uh, this is out of the New York Post, and it reads Tony Danza, stop being an a hole. Wow. <laughs> uh, thus spoke an Upper West Side woman after getting into a kerfuffle in the street with the Who's the Boss actor over her dog. Danza was spotted in the posh neighborhood earlier this week quote, pushing his way through anything and anyone in his path when he barked at a petite woman walking her dog. The source said that he stepped over a black lab and said to its owner, get your dog out of my way. Get out of the way, bitch. But the pet parent didn't back down and offered the immortal words, Tony Danza, stop being an a-hole. My dad Your emailed, dad was on to it. My dad emailed me that story, Steve, at 12.35 on Saturday afternoon. He had his finger on the pulse. Well, you know, and then there was that recent footage of him barking at a reporter who was being very nice to him. Yeah. I know, Kathy, you're a big fan. I know, I love him. It turns out he's Hitler. So <clears throat> the source said that Tony saw a good-sized dog. There was a different source who said that there was no spat. All right, there so, was no spat. Uh, the source it's said... ridiculous. The source said uh, Tony saw a good-sized dog coming towards him, and he knows the dogs in New York City have the right of way. I was in a hurry. I was on my way to set orphans on fire. He moved over to let the dog pass, and the woman didn't pull back on the leash, and the dog continued to come towards him. He had to jump over the dog and get out of the way, according to this other source. So he learned that he sold John Stamos's girlfriend, that uh, uh, Nick's dad hates him. Yep. Uh, there, I don't know. There's a couple of blemishes on his record now. Yep, yep. So that's uh, another one to add to it. Uh, Casey, I have a hair change oh, story oh, oh, this you got, morning. You guys so. are witness to a big thing on the show. Yeah, this, this, yeah. Doesn't I, I, this is unbelievable. Because yeah. uh, I got rid of an entire page of, because uh, I was like, oh, we barely ever use of sound effects. Of sound effects, and that's the one where I have this hair change. But are you serious? I'm ready, I'm ready for you. All right, here we go. Harry Styles unveiled a brand new buzz cut when he and rumored girlfriend Taylor Russell attended one of U2's recent residency concerts at the Sphere in Vegas. Sphere. Uh, Styles military style do captured for posterity and photos and video by TMZ was a striking departure from the curls that he spotted for the duration of his love on tour and the shoulder length tresses of his One Direction days. Kathy, does he do anything for you? Uh, do you find him attractive? Yeah, he's yeah, he's okay. He does a lot for my wife. Really? I, I found out over the weekend. I was like, no kidding. Oh yeah. 
I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah, because we were talking about somebody else, and then she had said something about Harry Styles. I was like, oh, how many Harry Styles does that for you? And she was like, Does she think you're more handsome than Harry Styles? Probably not. All right, all right. But I am more handsome than Chris Chris Pratt. (laughs) So he, uh, apparently not surprisingly dramatic, look, has divided Styles' legions of devoted fans, some of which were quick to air their grievances on social media. Don't you envy people who can have different looks and look good in those different looks? Oh, yeah. I barely hold on to one. Yeah, that's uh, if you can completely change your style yeah. and still be hot, still be hot. That's a, that's a special talent. Uh, so it's not the first time he sparked out cry with a haircut. Many fans weren't sure what to think of it when he had a noticeably shorter uh, style when he joined uh, the Dunkirk uh, film, which he's really so good at. Going to be way. similar to that. Uh, yeah, but this is all the way down. This is a total buzz cut for him. And did you watch the? Uh, was it Don't Worry, Darling? Yeah. He's I, good in that, too. He's, so he's well. a pretty good actor. That movie got ripped to shreds. It's not that bad. No. It's okay. Yeah. No, they, I think they just waited too long to reveal stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, this was nice to see. Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan celebrated Flashback Friday in the best way possible. Curtis revealed on Instagram that she and her Freaky Friday co-star ended the work week by having a long-awaited reunion. Uh, she wrote in the caption, Too late. You grew up so beautifully. Well, it's Friday and the Strike is over, so hopefully we can switch places again in the near future. They are working on a, on another movie, right? Well, they, they've indicated that they might. That they might. So there is not word officially if they are right now or not. But, I mean, this fuels that. I like that version that they I, did. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I love the original, but that one was pretty good, too. There's a nice little photo of her as they, uh, uh, the two of them together as they look into the camera. Uh, when speaking to people in November 2022, so a year ago, the Oscar winner said that there was a lot of good talk going on about a sequel to the, 20, to the 2003 Disney film and open up about her interest in wanting to work with Lindsay again. But she said there'd be nothing I would love more, honestly, than to be be able to work with her again, share our time again, and now be able to share it at this age with both of us, 20 years older or whatever we are. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis turns in, I think, one of the most amazing performances in season two of The Bear as... Oh, my the, God. The mom? The mom, like, unhinged. Yeah. Unbelievable. Steve, Absolutely. do you think that Lindsay Lohan has, like, come in for a landing at this point? I think Lindsay... Listen, I'm a big fan. You know, I, I love the Christmas movies. Yeah. And her Netflix Christmas movie uh, brought me back around to the Lindsay Camp. Good for her. I think of her as a younger woman, older, with a lot more nicotine stains. Hmm. And then you have the current Lindsay. As for what the follow-up film could look like, Curtis previously shared on an appearance with View that she sees um, she would she would love to play quote an old grandma who switches body bodies with Lindsay at this. There point. you go. Uh, so we'll see if that ends up happening or not. Uh, the conclusion of the SAG after strike has brought with it a number of news items. One of, them's, one of them involves Stranger Things. David Harbour has confirmed that the resumption of the streamer's flagship series will be starting up again. It's set to conclude with this final season. Uh, and it's not just a race to meet its release date. There's also a cast of, quote, teenagers who are really <laughs> quickly aging right. out of their they're, roles. They're early 30s. So the weird thing is during the SAG uh, strike, I, I stopped shooting my porno loops because I figured I was not allowed to. Mm. And you I, are in the union. Yeah, I'm in the union, and I didn't want. To, but I was fine. That's weird that they're considered independent. It's weird that uh, porn actors are a part of SAG. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, by the way, Harbor enthusiastically conveyed his eagerness to return to Hawkins, Indiana. He emphasized a keen sense of urgency, suggesting that production might start up again in as little as a couple of days. When he was asked what was first on his post-strike schedule, uh, after all, he also has the small matter of a massive Marvel blockbuster in the form of the Thunderbolts on the horizon as well. Uh, but he said, I mean, uh, we got, he said, we got to film that last season of Stranger Things, don't we? He said, we've got to be down there in a couple of days. We've got to get going. We're late on this. And uh, the series creators, the Duffer Brothers, previously revealed that the final season ex- is expected to feature eight episodes with an epic two-and-a-half-hour season finale. Listen, I'm, I'm all... Well. I, I, there is... Um, it's like a double-edged sword because the series has been so awesome all the way through. Yep. I, I, I hope... I, I have a feeling they will deliver, but you're, you know, you're always trepidatious. All right, and then one final thing. Uh, TMZ reports that Leonardo DiCaprio turned 49 over the weekend, and uh, the guest list at his birthday party is one for the books. So a few of the people that were there were Kim Kardashian, Jay-Z and Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Salma Hayek, Snoop Dogg, Kate Beckinsale, Zoe Saldana, Jeez. and Marco Perego, uh, Zoe Kravitz, and Channing Tatum, Rita Ora, and uh, Taika Watiti, Beck, Chris Rock, and a bunch more. You know who didn't get in? His ex-girlfriend tried oh, yeah? to get in. Yeah, she's too old. Oh. She's, uh, she's 14. Uh, no. no. Uh, Beverly Hills uh, is where they had the event, but apparently, like, everybody was there. That's insane. So he, it was so big, the event, Preston, that Timothy Chalamet was hosting SNL, and on his sign-out, sign-off, he wished Leonardo DiCaprio a happy birthday because he could not attend. He was doing SNL. Seriously. I swear to God. That's crazy. All right. Um, we're ready to play some clips for you now. All right, Priscilla brought in an estimated $5.1 million in the first week of showing in theaters. In this clip, actor Jacob Elordi discusses using Priscilla's experiences to clearly paint the picture of who Elvis was to her. Jason, you can hit the clip. Well, you know, her book is, her book paints the picture so clearly. And then I could, you know, it's very easy to go do the the external work outside of Priscilla because there's so much information on Elvis. Um, But it was always her kind of gaze and her perspective. Shut the f*** up! The dude is British? I guess so. I had no idea. Priscilla is in theaters now. Here's our next clip. Blue Eyes Samurai tells the story of a master of the sword who lives life in disguise while seeking revenge in uh, the Edo period Japan. And here, creator Amber Noizumi discusses how this series came about. Go ahead, Jason. We had a baby. Much to my surprise, she had blue eyes. We started calling her our little blue eyes samurai, and we're like, wait, that's a great idea. But a lot of it, you know, came from just my, my mixed race background, just you know, kind of feeling stuck between two worlds and deciding what if we put those feelings into a world in Japan. I don't <laughs> give a f- uh, You can watch Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix now, by the way. All right. There you go. Right. Another show not to watch. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's it. That's my entertainment report. Yeah! You yeah! Woo! Woo! You know... You get to see it in person. Obviously, it's a dream for many of you. But <laughs> you just got to see it. It's you amazing. Just, you just have you to see it. You got to see the magic. It's so visibly stunning. Who's here at the crack of before dawn getting together the entertainment report? One Mr. Preston Elliott. That's right, ma'am. And he did it with dry hands. You know, Steve, the word hero, hero, hero. 
stop and think about it. Dry hands. And everyone, he goes, Chuck Yeager, <laughs> Chuck Yeager. Yep. Neil Armstrong, pussies. Have what we, this man did, uh-huh. amazing. We have been thought about the dry hands. Uh, by the way, stop by and uh, grab something to drink and eat. Our friends from Duncan, uh, have, they also have these awesome um, Duncan uh, mugs. Uh, are, are these being handed out? I, I think those are just for us. Oh, I thought they were. Well, they were in the back. It, oh, no, no, no. Oh? Yeah, see, everybody's oh, got it. Oh. Kathy's just see? talking out her ass. We now go to our newswoman, <laughs> yeah. Kathy Romano. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we have, we're going to have uh, all kinds of stuff throughout the day as far as giveaways and uh, free food. And, and uh, we want to make sure that our volunteers are covered as well. I, I don't want to be hyperbolic when I say this, though. But the level of excitement for this year's campout, because so much is returning, especially the after hours campout after dark. But all throughout the day, uh, if you've ever pondered the notion of coming down to the campout for hunger, make this the one you come down to. Yep, and get some breakfast. Lighty's not your grandmother's pork is offering that up this morning, and, and we'll do lunch, dinner, and all kinds of stuff. We'll thank all those people throughout the course of the day. But, all right, um, you guys ready to take a break? Yeah. And, yeah. and come back in a second. Our friends, Chico's Vibe, are going to be supplying some live music for you while you're here in the tent. So we will break and come back in just a moment. Camp Out for Hunger is just getting started. Don't forget food trucks and fireworks tonight and all that stuff. We'll be back in just a minute. Xfinity Live on MMR. Starting each morning at 6 a.m. Live with Preston and Steve. Continuing with Pierre and Brent live. Followed by Camp Out After Dark. Complete schedule of events at WMMR.com slash camp out. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. All right. We are live. Xfinity Live. Wells Fargo Center parking lot. Camp Out for Hunger. Day number two of the President Steve Show, inviting you to come and see us. Our house band is Chico's Vibe this morning. Year after year, these guys have been part of day number one. We love it. And in fact, I've got a text right here you need to see that says, John Gebhardt, face of a teamster, voice of an angel. John's the keyboard player and one of the lead vocalists. Chico, your main lead vocalist. These guys are wonderful. We'll tell you about gigs they have coming up, but I always said he looks like a teamster teamster. as the voice of an angel. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's go ahead and see what we're doing uh, traffic-wise. Kathy, you got a few people to thank this morning. Yes, I do. Thanks for reminding me. Thank you to (laughs) EventQuip, Seabox Custom Shipping Containers, Gilbane Building Company, Thackeray Crane Rental, Work USA, United Rentals, Aclear, Alternative Water Supply, and MJ Corp Screen Printing and Sign Shop. We've got a lot happening in New Jersey this morning. Another closure, this time in Trenton. Route 29 closed northbound between Sullivan Way, 579 and West Upper Ferry Road. Uh, traffic still being diverted around that accident on the White Horse Pike, both directions at Franklin Avenue. And then we have the eastbound side of the White Horse Pike, Route 30, closed between 41 and 295. That's emergency construction and electrical repairs. 195 eastbound at 526, an accident in the right lane in Camden, 6 
76 northbound at Martin Luther King Boulevard. Uh, the right lane blocked with an accident. You're jammed back to 42 because of that one. And then on the New Jersey Turnpike northbound at 195, the right lane blocked in the outer roadway with another accident. Schuylkill Expressway, volume building eastbound, Montgomery into University, westbound Bear Avenue to the Vine City, out to Gladwin, 95 southbound. That's slowing from Academy to Cotman. Once you get to the Vine, westbound, you're slow east to the Schuylkill. And then uh, both directions on the Blue Route, slowing from Villanova to Broomall. This traffic report brought to you by Amtrak. No matter where fall takes you, Amtrak gets you there in comfort. Better fall travel just an Amtrak away. Book now at Amtrak.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thank you, Kathy Romano. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kathy Romano. Uh, Steve. I'm going to give some love to uh, our one of our spotlights uh, this morning. This hour is sponsored by IMS Technology Services, a trusted partner and award-winning provider of live event production, virtual and hybrid event systems, integration, ma- and managed services for 30 years. Now, that may be jargon that you don't understand, but do you see the videos here, the, the video wall and yeah. all this? This is IMS Technology. It's so, amazing. Yeah, it's badass, and it's uh, they've been helping out with this for the past. Uh, the camp out for hunger for 16 years. Yeah. So contact IMS online at imsts.com if you want to look like a badass. I think one of us accidentally unplugged it a few minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah, under the under the console here, but it's all good now. Oh, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That was Kathy. Right. Yeah. Was Kathy. <laughs> Kathy did it? <sighs> of course. Why is everything my... Oh, right. Okay. All right, Bill. All right. So through the course of the week, we're going to meet uh, some people that are involved with the camp out for hunger in different ways sponsors and event coordinators and things like that, and also people who would like to come down and make a donation to the event. And again, from the smallest to the biggest, it, it matters to the people you're providing food for, so don't think that you can you know, bring down a can or two. That means something, and of course, the large donations mean as much, so we, we love hearing from everybody. Every bit helps, but we would like to welcome from Key Bank this morning, Yusuf Tanis yeah. who is here. Who is the Philadelphia Market Retail Leader. Nice to see you, Yusuf. Likewise. Thank you for having us. It's, it's our pleasure, man. And uh, may I say, so far, you win the Best Dressed Award yes. of the Hi. Camp Out for Hunger. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm, I'm here for something even better. I'm here to talk about our awesome donations. So oh, really excited to be here today. Quickly, a little bit of information about KeyBank uh, that people may not be aware of. Uh, what can you tell us about KeyBank? Awesome. Thank you. Well, we're happy to be here. KeyBank is a large regional bank across the U.S. We're across 15 states, and we've got 40 branches uh, here in eastern Pennsylvania. And we've been a longtime supporter of Philabundance. Wonderful. That's excellent. And uh, I had mentioned that you are the market retail leader. So what is that? Do you, do you run a bunch of uh, different banks? or yeah, So we oversee, we have 40 branches here in eastern Pennsylvania. I oversee those branches. Um, and this year, really excited that not only are we going to be uh, coming through with a large donation, but we actually had a food drive across our branches this year. Awesome. Um, and excited to do that over and over again. So uh, for the coming years, for all the listeners, please stop by and help us out with those uh, box donations as well for Phil Abundance. Yeah, yeah, for real. Excellent. So um, anything else you want to mention? you want to give us your donation? I'd love to share. We're donating 60,000 pounds of food this year. Oh! 
That is an awesome kickoff. Uh, for those keeping track, that's 30 tons of food. Wow. Uh, Which wow. is just insane. Oh, my God. I would have hit the cannon, the, the confetti cannons, but they, they haven't loaded them yet. Oh, uh, well, listen, it's early on Monday morning. But that is, that's confetti cannon worthy. Tell you yeah. what, if you come back, we'll fire a cannon for you, son. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here to represent KeyBank. Uh, You're amazing. Thank you, Yusuf. Thank you, guys. Yes. Appreciate it. Yusuf! 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 Hey! 60,000 pounds of food. Well, that's the way to start it off. Yes! Good Lord. When we started this 26 years ago, our goal for the entire week was to get one ton of food. Yeah. We have done 30 times that in our first hour on the show Preston. this morning. And during that week of the camp out, you and I ate half a ton of food. Yeah, so, yeah. that's true, too. Yeah, it was... And- Going against purpose. And remember, I broke the toilet in the first 10 minutes. That we got there. I went really? there. Yes. yes. So what happened oh, was, yeah. Yeah. He, so he killed in, it. in RVs, the way you flush a toilet is with a, a foot pedal, okay? So I went in, I did my business, and I was wearing boots. I was yeah, wearing, yeah. like, uh, my, my Doc Martens, and I, I stepped down on it, and <laughs> it's made of plastic, and it just went snap, and the handle broke up, and we couldn't flush the toilet, By man. Way, I mean, that's right at the beginning. Wasn't it, was it pe- fully packed up, right? I mean, you, had you. I pooped. Yeah, did you? Yeah. It was, and it didn't create the rule of like no pooping in the RV from now on. No. no, well, for a while, yeah, yes, but I christened the the <laughs> yeah, RV did. this morning. I had yeah, to, man. By the way, listen, this is a this is a rock star oh, yeah. we have out. Oh yeah, there. it's not like the the first year it was a small little camper. By the way, I'm I'm going to share something, and Kathy, warning, it's kind of gross, but I'll bet you other people have experienced this as well. So my uh, my my christening moment this morning morning on the toilet was was not necessarily a pleasant moment i i had to i had to strain a tiny bit and so i have my phone listen to this i have my phone we're listening and i contorted my face so much that the facial recognition on my phone wouldn't recognize me and i had to key in my password so get on my phone so your yeah. dookie was so disastrous. It was not pleasant. You I were mean, gurning. I, by the time I was done, it was it, I was thankful. But yes, I was gurning. <laughs> and I'll bet you other people have done that. That you you strain yourself so much that your phone doesn't even recognize your own face. Because we all sit down at the toilet and with our phone. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Of course. What do you yeah. do? There needs yeah. to be a new setting, like a, a straining yeah. setting. Yes. I made it into the Nick, bathroom. That's your million dollar idea. Yeah. There we go. Right there. Wow. Okay. So anyhow. But the, uh, yeah, we're all good to go. I don't even know how we got talking on this. Well, but. Kathy brought up taking a jump in an RV. That's and, what it uh, was. Uh, no, it was year number one, our camp out for hunger. I broke the toilet that first time out. And we looked to get a ton for the entire week, and we just got 30 tons wow. yeah. in our first donation. So that's how you start this thing off. Yes. And you also start this off with our next guest, because she is the chief executive officer of Phil Abundance. Lori Jones! Good morning, good morning, good morning. Mrs. Jones. 
got my song on. Ah, El Presidente <laughs> as well. I love it. Love it. How you doing, Laura? Um, I'm great. I'm a little tired. We had a fun day yesterday. Yeah. Yes. We're up early today, trying to preserve my energy for all week, but I'm excited. Are you referring to the car show here yesterday? We had a little thing called Villatrunk yesterday. Yes. Where we had about 5,000 cars, I think. Oh, my yeah. God. So we got to thank Jeff Walton and everybody involved with that because Marissa went to it. Yes. And she was getting back to us and said, they, you know, this. they used to come by here, the event, while the event was going on, but it started getting too big and it was gumming up the works, especially with sporting events and stuff like that taking place. So Jeff, a few years ago, decided, why don't we do a car show on the Sunday beforehand? And apparently, and Marissa, who is a veteran of Eagles games tailgate parties, said it was like that. Like It, it really was. was. That many people were here. Marissa was there. I got to meet her husband, Matt, which was great. Pierre popped by with his fancy Tesla. Ah. Um, but there had to be at least 5,000 cars there. Wow. Incredible. And lots and lots of food donated. So, oh, my goodness. Lori, the way this thing is exponentially increased, again, I was to the first one, which was impressive. But what Marissa was describing was incredible. So we may need to have, we. there's a likelihood we'll have to evolve it again another step because there were easily three times as many cars as there have ever been before. For sure. And, I, yeah. I mean, we'd love to have maybe each of the car clubs like Jeep, Tesla, come out each night yeah, well, and come through. Like, we've got some ideas. Well, we've all right. We were ideas. doing that before. That's how we ended up with this. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll work on it. Uh, But how are you? Besides tired. Besides that, like, I'm excited to be with you all. I'm excited to have all the sponsors because they're really generous and individuals or listeners are giving. But I have to tell you, I have some pretty tough news. Yes. So the reality is, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture just came out with this, is that food insecurity is actually on the rise. Despite all the work we've done, we've had the highest increase since the Great Recession. Wow. So sadly, more and more of our neighbors are, are having, as they say, more month than money. Right. You know, they're getting through and they're trying to make awake away and they just don't have enough food. Um, and so it's why programs like this, it's why your listeners, why your sponsors, we could not feed the people in our region, half a million people, without the incredible generosity that we get from Camp Out for Hunger. So the Camp Out for Hunger is, uh, we've talked about it, it is absolutely essential for year round for Phil Abundance. And we've talked about this before as well. For some reason, even though you're dealing with, I would argue, the most generous people in the country and, and people who step up all the time. We have one of the more profound food insecurity issues in Philadelphia. We really do. Across this region, but even just in the city of Philadelphia, nearly one in three children are food insecure. That's a ridiculous amount. Mm. Um, and we know we're able to make a dent when people donate. Um, we'll be sorting and donating this food that you're giving us for like weeks and months to come. But it's sad that people even need that kind of help. What what blows my mind is the fact that, and, and since the beginning in Preston, all the way back, uh, it was always framed to us the notion of the, the, you know, the working poor. The person who might be in your neighborhood might be your neighbor, might be you. Maybe you're embarrassed and you don't need to be. Let's, let's get that out there. But the people who are just trying to make ends meet and they're making these tough decisions. We've talked to so many people over the years, parents who weren't eating so their kids could eat. So, you know, what bill do you pay? How do you keep the food on the table? It's, it's a decision no one in this day and age should have to make, and that's where Phil Abundance comes in. That's right. We shouldn't have to make that in, like, the place, you know, this is the birthplace of America where freedom was founded. We are the most, you know, the richest country in the world. We do have the most generous citizens. It's a 
shame people have to make these choices. But I am so grateful that Preston and Steve, what you do with Camp Out, what your listeners do, what your sponsors do, really help us support people in an incredible way. So we're going we're gonna to keep uh, feeding that message and feeding the people throughout the course of the week. And as we are collecting these donations, they start heading to fill abundance. They start sorting the, the, the arduous process of getting all this stuff organized and then out and about. So uh, if people would like to help out in that regard, how are you guys with volunteers? Yeah, we, um, we encourage you to visit our website to, to learn how to volunteer and donate. And we actually have a very special um, anonymous gift this year. Um, we've got a challenge of $50,000. Okay. So if you go on our website or do text to give and donate, you can unlock an additional $50,000 for Camp Out. So we encourage our your listeners to visit philabundance.org to do just that. And Lauren, let me ask you, because we talked about actually, you know, the fact of people keep saying, well, do you still accept food donations? Yes. 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 Because they can get processed very quickly. So if you were, if if you've ever been out to the camp out years, obviously prior to the, the COVID experience, the pandemic, and you're wondering how, how the mechanism works, this really started as a bring food to the camp outside, get it out to you guys. We have Acme on the premises, a store right here, but however you do it. Uh, and there's also a list of things on the website that you prefer if people are going to donate food, correct? That's right. We have a top 10 list and we encourage you to come down here, connect with Acme, go to your local grocery store, go through your pantries and think about this. Provide people with the non-perishable items that you would want to eat. So yes. if you like peanut butter, if you like jelly, if you like tuna, if you like chicken in a can, like those kinds of things, please donate what you and your family would eat. Okay, excellent. And then uh, tonight, obviously, we have uh, the Food Trucks and Fireworks event. That's taking place with the Drone Show. Yes. At 7.30. I'm so Oh, you didn't? Oh, yeah. What is a drone show? So, so you, you know. the Drone Show, everybody? Okay. Yeah. So it's an aerial show. They, they have like uh, Celebration Fireworks brings out literally hundreds of drones. I'm not sure how many exactly. They fly up in the air and they can do the shape of the Liberty Bell or all kinds of stuff. Okay. Crazy. Like you can't believe what they can create in the sky. So that is going to be happening tonight. Well, I'm so excited. I'm one of, um, our board member, Scott Jackson, is coming out tonight. He's bringing his mom. Aww. People are bringing their kids out. So we're excited to have food trucks and fireworks again. All right. All so right. food trucks start at 5 o'clock and uh, FM Band. I think goes on at 6 o'clock. The drone show starts at 7.30. Fireworks at 8 o'clock. Tonight's going to be a big night tonight. And the weather's wonderful yes. this week. Yes. It is. So we're happy about that. Just cool enough to be seasonable, but no rain in the forecast. So we're loving it. And anything else, Lori? What were you going to say? Just, I just want to thank you all so much. I know the, yeah. the numbers are a little bit depressing. Sorry to bring the tough news, but I definitely am encouraged when I get to see you all and see what you're doing here and the energy of you, the listeners, everything you're doing. So thank you so much. I really do love you all and appreciate what you do. Thank Aww. you. And you'll be, well, you'll see Lori in and out this week. So thank you. Let's hear it for Lori Jones, CEO of Phil Abundance. And uh, Lori's a a constant. She's just a, she's amazing. The best. We absolutely love her. Would you, would you enjoy being a CEO of anything? No. No. Uh, I mean, other than (laughs) too too many demands, other than being treated like a CEO and, and, uh, and, and getting all the perks, but no, the responsibility, forget it. A faux EO. (gasps) I love that. Yes. Someone who's just a figurehead who doesn't really do anything. Oh, that's oh, like yo. me and my household. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there you exactly. Go. Uh-huh. I love that. All right. Uh, we have guests. This, this first 
segment that we're doing is loaded with so much good, and uh, we're, we're going to just continue this on. And then we've got uh, the regulars coming up, like the Bizarre File and all that stuff. And, and we do have some, uh, some other guests that, that we're going to have some fun with. But in the meantime, more importantly, we get great donations through the course of the morning. So we're going to welcome two people now to our microphones. And, and bear with me on the, uh, on the titles here. I've got to get this. It's very, very wordy. We've we got to make sure we get this out correctly. So from United Concordia Dental, we have the Vice President and National Sale of National Sales and Services, Kim Pinkerton, who yeah. is here. Thank you, Kim. Hello. And joining Kim from Highmark, he is the Southeastern PA segment president, Dan Tropiano, who is here. Dan, did I get it right? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Tropiano. All right. Excellent. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Now, uh, you guys are coming up here together. Have you partnered together in this endeavor, Kim? Or are you here separately? No, we are together. Thank you. Okay. So tell us a little bit about this uh, this partnership here. Sure. Um, Hi, Mark Enterprise. Dan is here, the local market president for southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, United Concordia Dental is a wholly owned subsidiary of Highmark. Um, so we're together with the enterprise. Super excited to be here. Excellent. And uh, tell us a little bit, Dan, about the the, uh, the effort you guys have put in and the support to, uh, uh, to fill abundance and why this is important to you guys. Yeah, so, you know, I think you've probably mentioned it already, but... 80% of people's health is determined by social determinants of health. A big a big part of that is food. Yep. And we at Highmark believe food is medicine. And we take a multifaceted approach towards trying to tackle that food insecurity across our footprint and across the geographies we are through working with food banks like Food Abundance, like uh, Phil Abundance, uh, working and educating K-12 through students, working with uh, community uh, farmers markets and things of that, and taking that multifaceted approach to try to make a dent in, in the food insecurity, not only here in Philadelphia, but across our footprint in the country. Wow, uh, that's fantastic. It, as far as um, uh, Philadelphia, how much coverage do you guys have here in Philadelphia, location-wise and all that? Well, we're throughout the Philadelphia Five County with our health insurance products, our dental insurance products, our stop-loss products. So you, uh, so we're, we're, we're pretty much across the board. I love it. It's great, it's great also to stay invested in the community, to, to be a part of it. You guys have been very active active and um, you know it's funny you talk about on the dental side you know we, we've talked about this many times you know people who um, obviously sometimes that's an issue in and of itself of people being able to get nutrition based on their dental care and so on and so forth so you, it, it's a two-pronged front but the end result hopefully is getting people better nutrition and more food to sustain themselves so we really appreciate your efforts absolutely and before we get a donation I need to find out because I I want to I want to hit this red button so do, bad do you think you have it is the confetti, will it fire Thumbs or no? Up and I also want to warn everyone in the tent because it will scare the living hell out of you if you've never had this happen before. Yeah. No, nah, it's not ready. Damn. What? Thumbs up. And all I wanted was my damn confetti can. I've never started a day with confetti, and I was very excited <laughs> oh, for that. No. Yeah, okay. Confetti over there, man. That one will fire. So, you yeah. people over there, <laughs> even though that. I'm going to warn you, this is going to scare the hell out of you when it happens. So, to cue the confetti, you guys want to tell us what your donation is this morning? Yep. Right. We, first of all, congratulations on 26 years, President Steve. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. Um, yeah. Supporting Phil Abundance. Um, thrilled to be here, and we are donating $25,000. Hey! It never gets old. I love it. Oh, my God, they have 
big check. They brought a big check. <laughs> they brought a big check worth $25,000. Dan, did you like that? I loved it. All right, I loved it. <laughs> I can call it a day now. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for your support. It means uh, so much to everyone, to us, and obviously the people who are going to use all of this uh, for what, what could, will help be a lifesaver for them. Yes. Thank so, you so much. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Let's hear from both Dan and Kim, guys. United, Concordia Dental, and Highmark setting high bars yeah. this morning. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You know what? So they, what I did? they mentioned, uh, you know, 26 years. And when we started this 26 years ago, uh, we were unable to take monetary donations. Right, right. And then at some point, uh, you know, that shifted, I don't even know, maybe like year 12 or something like that. And, right. and it, it is such uh, like an important facet of, of what we do here because the people that fill abundance can, they really can make the most of a dollar. Yes. You're exactly right. And the synthesis of both. Mm-hmm. The original way that the campout was was obviously a collection of physical food. That is robust. We want that to be a part yeah, of so well. But the cash and everything in unison is what makes the big difference. Just keep in mind when you hear these big numbers and you're listening and you're like, well, they, they got all the help they need. No, no, nope. no, 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 no. We need you to come by and, and make a donation if you have the ability to do that. If not, we appreciate you just, uh, you know, enjoying what you're hearing. You, you know, heard what so. Lori said. And, and again, it's it's... it's you can, you know, you, you can see around and, and in the news. It's, you know, people are really struggling. Yep. So every, and I, and this always gets brought up and people say, well, is, is my little donation, my bag of food from Acme, is that going to make a difference to the family that eats it? Absolutely. Yep. So don't forget that. The first year I came to Camp Out Farmer, I was not yet working for you guys. It was at the Adams Mark Hotel and I, I just started at MMR. So I wanted to ask you both um, about the different iterations that have happened over the years because it started at Adams Mark, right? At that time, it was the Greater Philadelphia Food Bank. And how many years was it there? About five, Preston? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah four or five. over to the Metroplex. Yes. And then we came here about ten years ago. Has it been ten years that yeah, we've been I think, here? I think wow. 2013 was our first year here, if I, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, it just, um, we, it, it outgrew. The event outgrew that location at the Metroplex. Oh, I, just... I think we could have stayed there. I know. Uh, I know. Kathy <laughs> was thrilled that we were right next to an Ulta Cosmetics. Yeah. And a Target. I love Target. Yeah, it was fantastic. And was a, a guitar But listen, yeah. here is just such a perfect place. Yeah. It's really yeah, good. No. Well, we can, we can, uh, it's more convenient for people from New Jersey and Delaware and, and, uh, and the Northeast to get down here and be a part of it. So it just, it made total sense. And, and, and speaking of that, I, people who are, who are new to the, uh, to the whole thing, uh, we are here at the sports complex. It's very easy to see us. Yeah. We have the amusement park rides. We Skelly's have, amusements have, are, they're set up and, and we're going to use them this yes, morning. We, are. we have a little game we're going to do in a little while with some friends, but you can come down and ride them. Steve, I was talking to some of our friends at the Flyers last week about uh, some of the things that are happening this week, and as I was chatting with them on the phone, they were quite literally looking out their windows of the Wells Fargo Center of their office saying, yeah, we can see the tent. Oh, looks like there's a tower going up now. Oh, the pirate ship has arrived. You know, so it's like it's one thing after another, uh, and we just try to give you as many reasons as possible to come down and be a part of it. All right, well, we've now entered dark mode. Well, now, this uh, is a sleepy time. We ask you to put your heads on your desk. The lights went out. And oh. then we're going to send the young man God. In the cafeteria for our milk. You know, you know what? I I hated nap time. You did in in uh, kindergarten. 
God, would I love to bring uh-huh. that back now as an adult. Right? All those we years of fighting crazy. your parents over taking a nap. Oh. We went to a more progressive school. We had getting it on time. Get- no, no. That was actually the hardest. I mean, to tell a room full of kids. Yeah. Lay down and rest for a bit. No. Uh, but anyway, we need to bring nap time back. All right, listen. I want to try to stay ahead of the clock. We got a lot of people stopping by this morning. So I want to go ahead and take a break and come back with more. So we've got some friends coming by. We'll get to the B-file and all that good stuff. Yeah. Come and join us live here for Camp Out for Hunger. Chico's Vibe, our house band playing us out. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Donation counts at Camp Out for Hunger. To see the list of Phil Abundance's most needed items, drop-off times, or to make an online donation, click WMMR.com slash camp. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. (laughs) Camp Out for Hunger, day number one, the Preston and Steve Show. We are in South Philadelphia next to Xfinity Live, hoping that you will come and see us at some point this week. We got plenty that is happening. And this is Chico's Vibe right there, gang. Man, keeping things moving. I don't know how many years those guys have been coming down for this event, but we'll have to figure that out at some point. It's like seeing family members with these guys. Absolutely. And we got live music each and every day while we're here. And tonight, just a reminder, food trucks and fireworks. The food starts up at 5, and uh, then FM Band is going to be playing at 6 o'clock outside on the stage. Uh, and then our drone show, first ever from Celebration Fireworks at 7.30. Fireworks at 8 o'clock. It's all brought to you by 5 Below. Come and see us tonight. We are very much looking forward to that event. Uh, we're going to take a look at traffic. Kathy, what's going on this morning? We want to thank first Beanbow Bakeries USA, Comcast Spectacor, and the Philadelphia Flyers, Campbell's Chunky Soup, White Horse RV Center, Coors Light and Riglio Beverage, Acme Markets, and Keen Compressed Gas for helping us at the campout again this year. We've got a number of things happening. We'll go to the White Horse Pike first. Both directions at Franklin Avenue. There's an accident. Traffic is being diverted around that one. Uh, also on the White Horse Pike, 
eastbound between 41 and 295. Emergency construction and electrical pairs has it shut down. 42 north, you're stopped. College Drive to 168. The Black Horse Pike left lane closed with an accident. New Jersey Turnpike northbound at 195. Exit 7A. Right lane closed in the outer roadway. And that is also an accident. The one cleared off of 195 eastbound at 526. That is now gone. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound backing up 202 into Belmont. Heavy the Boulevard to the Vine. Westbound jams past to the Vine. City out to Gladwin. 95 southbound heavy academy to the Vine. And then on the Blue Road expect delays southbound. The Mid-County tolls to the Schuylkill. Villanova to Broomall. And on the northbound side it's heavy from McDade Boulevard to the Media Bypass. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Shop Whole Foods Market. Prime members get 365 by Whole Foods Market. Organic frozen whole turkey for just $2.99 per pound through January 2nd. While supplies last, shop in store or online terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Kathy Romano. Hey. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Now, on on day number one, we, we mess up a lot. There are a lot of things that, <laughs> that we get wrong. Uh, it's, you know, we're, we're trying to organize. It's like herding cats, you know, and there's a lot of people involved in this operation. We're bringing back something this year, uh, but I need to find out if it is sponsored or not. I do. It is. Casey doesn't have the information here, so I got to make sure that we get that, Marissa. So that's one of the things that I wanted to do out loud. <laughs> Juggling a lot, but yes. we can be... Uh, we can assure you, by the end of the week, we will still be screwing things up. Oh, yes. <laughs> by the end of the week. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the week, once we've got on our game, it'll be worse. So um, just anticipate that. Marissa's trying to get that info, but before we, we do that, then maybe to kill a little bit of time, I want to thank our buddy Steve Wilson. He brought us uh, Wilson Secret Sauce hats. Oh! oh you see those? I left one over there for you. Yes, thank you. Uh, so, uh, and also, Phil Abundance has uh, Preston Steve Camp Out for Hunger t-shirts that they are selling as well, and we got those uh, in a little package uh, from Lori Jones, and uh, so there's all kinds of tchotchkes and things like that. Like I mentioned, you know, Duncan is offering up uh, uh, coffee and donuts uh, for like the first 200 people here this morning. And they also have these really cool uh, metal, I guess they're aluminum uh, uh, mugs. They're tra- great. Travel mugs, which are fantastic. So, yeah. you know, things have, have stepped up a bit of a notch uh, this year. So, uh, thank you. All right. So we do indeed have a sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a return of our privilege section. Yeah. Brought to you by Live Live Casino Hotel and Casino in Philadelphia, who are wonderful. So we need to pick someone who can sit in these luxurious seats that we have. These are recliners. They're cushy and comfy. And they'll get to hang out there for an hour or so and be privileged. Now, we like to just choose somebody who looks like they deserve or deserving a privilege. Now... I think I have someone in mind. All right. I think, okay, I, I think I agree with... I, how can we not give it to Santa Claus? Yeah. You know, for... He does so much for the children of the world year after year. It's about the children. And I think he should be our ceremonial first privileged listener this yeah. morning. So Santa Claus... Now, does Santa get a companion? Well, I, I think we'll leave it up to him. Santa, good morning. Oh, we can't hear you. Can we turn on the uh, the guest mic? Let's try that again. Santa, good morning. Good morning. Now, Santa, what is your wife's name? Mrs. Claus. No. <laughs> I was hoping for Annabelle. We were hoping you'd say Annabelle, but no. Right. It's indeed Mrs. Claus. Is Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Uh, would you like someone to join you in the privilege section over there? 
I mean, you're by yourself. You're a bit of a lone wolf. Yeah. You guys can pick anybody you want. I'd like a loose woman. I mean, <laughs> I think the elf, the elf that has been sitting next to you this entire morning this, is like, dude, why would you not pick me? Yeah. What about, yeah, I'm around him all the time. <laughs> yeah, he works his ass off for you, I, Santa. He I like does, he does. He is my special helper. Yeah. There you go. All right, well, you and your special helper get to sit in the privilege section. So get over there. Stretch out, relax, and enjoy. We'll give you about an hour or so, and then we'll rotate other people through because I'm seeing some special outfits, and we, we like to point that stuff out and thank those who go to, uh, you know, another level when they come down. Absolutely. There. I love how Santa was sick of his elf already. <laughs> I mean, come you know, on, I, man. I hate that little bastard. He's annoying. Yeah. All right. The so, way he dances. So we will do more of the privilege section all week long. So if you come down and you want to get our attention, you might end up in the privilege section. We'll see. All right, let's do let's do the bizarre. Yeah, fight. let's do our yeah. first one. Let's hit it, Jason. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre fight. All right, to you this morning by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. All right, this is out of Australia. Doesn't involve any deadly animals or anything like that. Well, that's a first. But an Australian police officer pointed his gun at a colleague who threatened to give away the plot of a Hollywood blockbuster, according to a court appearance he this was, week. He was going to kill him for giving up the end of a movie? Constable Dominic Francis Gaynor was working behind the counter at a police station in Sydney in May when a colleague said he had seen Top Gun Maverick with Tom Cruise. <laughs> Constable Morgan Royston, who made the legal complaint, told Gaynor that he had just seen the movie and added, I'll spoil it for you. Gaynor laughed and said, don't spoil the movie or I'll shoot you before taking his Glock handgun out to his holster and pointing it towards Royston for five seconds. The document says that Gaynor was laughing throughout and that his finger was not on the trigger but on the receiver. I'm not kidding. Uh, Gaynor pleaded guilty to carrying a firearm with disregard for the complainant's safety. Royston appeared at a hearing where he described suffering from depression and anxiety as a result of the incident and said that he had since left the force. Wow. Uh, Gaynor's counsel told the court that his client had not intended to intimidate Royston, but admitted that he had made an error. Well, I think if, if someone draws down on you, that's going to intimidate you. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Gaynor was given a two-year good behavior order and told to carry out 100 hours of community service. And the judge added that while he accepted Gaynor had taken responsibility, he doubted the true extent of his remorse. If you were a betting man, how would you guess Top Gun Maverick? With victory, right? Uh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still, there's some plot points in there yeah. you wouldn't want to know like a, before like you go see the clip. movie. It's not like a psycho. A man told police a woman stabbed him in the hand after he repeatedly asked for the TV remote. The incident happened in Pittsburgh at 12.15 a.m. You see how this all centers around entertainment. That's how we know we're very important in the world press. Michelle Robinson, the victim, told police Robin that uh, Robinson was keeping the remote control from him in her purse, and he asked for it multiple times. According to the paperwork, uh, the third time that the victim asked Robinson, uh, she pulled out a knife and stabbed him in the hand. <laughs> Robinson initially told police that the victim stabbed himself and then later said the victim had assaulted her. Police said Robinson later made a spontaneous utterance that she did indeed stab the victim. 
And she had also told police that the man wanted to watch football, but she wanted to listen to music. So when you're sitting on the couch at home, who controls the uh, the remote in your house? Um, usually me, because my hearing is so horrible okay. that I have to crank it up from time to time. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm in charge of that. Me likewise, yeah, uh, uh, because um, I I I want to watch everything in HD, and sometimes my wife will watch. <laughs> I know. <that. laughs> We'll watch it in standard def. And it doesn't bother you at all, does it? She, she is absolutely right. There's no. She can. It's absolutely fine. That's a preference, and yet for some reason it freaks me out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all about the volume for me. Yeah. Uh, an Indiana woman now faces a battery charge after she reportedly hit a stranger over the head with a meat tenderizer. Whoa! As he was sitting in a parking lot. Yeah. Faith Garrett was arrested and charged with one count of felony battery by means of a deadly weapon. She has since been released. Uh, the charge stems from an incident that resulted in a man suffering multiple facial, la- facial lacerations. Uh, while en route, officers were told by 911 dispatchers that the caller was hit in the head with a hammer by an unidentified male or female wearing black pants and a black windbreaker. Was it a standard hammer or an actual no, tender? No, this is what the report was right. to the police. Upon arrival, officers met up with a woman who matched the suspect's description and the woman was given a pat down by officers. Officers reported feeling a hard rounded object inside her jacket pocket. When asked what the object was, uh, when asked uh, the, the police officer said, when I asked Faith what the object was, she removed a black meat tenderizer with a chrome handle and handed it to me. Uh, he said, I asked Faith what she had a meat tenderizer in her pocket for, and she said, to cook with. <laughs> well, she's right. Officers then spoke with the victim, who stated he was walking when he reached his car. The victim sat, said he sat inside but didn't shut the door, and he said a woman approached his vehicle and started yelling incoherently at him, and after telling her to go away, she said that uh, he said that she took out a black hammer from her jacket and hit him over the head one time. Would it be better to be hit with an actual hammer or a meat tenderizer has those those points on it, right? Yeah, yeah. that could be worse. And uh, stood up and exited the car. Once out of the car, the victim said Garrett struck him in the head with the tenderizer two or three more times in the same spot. Uh, so... Garrett reportedly told officers she was yelling at the victim because she thought he was drunk. <laughs> she figured she'd beat him with a hammer because she thought he yeah. he was drunk. That makes sense. Uh, she denied ever hitting the man with the meat tenderizer. So they, they arrested her, obviously. Uh, let's see. What do we got next here? How about this? Uh, an Australian porn star mm. named Danny DeBello. Danny DeBello? Yep. Told followers on social media about her a recent incident involving her giant pet snake and her male scene partner. Her partner was attacked, believe it or not, by the snake in the nether region. Oh, in really? The, yes. Whoa! So in an Instagram video, she said, I want to introduce you to Betty. She's my Centralian carpet python. She's about eight foot long. I've never had any issue with her biting or anything until today. Uh, DeBello and a pal had just filmed some sexy content together when things turned. She said, so earlier, I had a friend over. We shot a video. Once we were finished doing it, he jumped in the shower. But he did mention that he wanted to hold my pet snake afterward. DeBello came out of the shower and placed the snake around her friend's neck before heading to the bathroom. She said as she walked away, she was startled by what she described as a massive scream. She said, I turn around and I saw that Betty is holding on to his private parts and he's trying to pull her off. Jeez. And by the way, those pythons have huge teeth. They're not poisonous, but they have huge teeth. I said after a few minutes, we got her off. I put her back into her enclosure and there was blood everywhere. So we cleaned all of that up. 
And after pulling the snake off of his penis, she checked to make sure that there were no little teeth left in it because pythons sometimes leave their teeth in things after biting them. Let me check your penis for teeth. Wow. Yeah. uh, That is messed up. So that is, again, in Australia, that particular one. Uh, Case, I can't see how much time we have left on this. I don't... uh... Uh, Yeah, me neither. All right, Jason, how much time? (laughs) One minute? All right. One minute, Preston. I can... (laughs) I could do one more then. Uh, nearly 15,000 cans of marijuana-infused cider drinks have been recalled in Michigan amid reports that they have the propensity to explode. A single batch of Armada Cannabis Company's Cannabis Apple Cider is being recalled because the products were not compliantly produced and that have been reports of cans swelling and bursting. Uh, this is... Attributable to the lack of a necessary ingredient to ensure shelf stability. Uh, stability, that is. Uh, nearly 7,300 cans were sold to con- uh, consumers between October 11th and November 1st at more than 75 stores across Michigan. Are so, we talking like a, like a real, they just a, simply pop or are they actually detonating? They use the word explode, so I yeah, thought it was yeah, worth yeah. putting in the bizarre file. Sure, yeah. Uh, so it is a voluntary recall. So there you go. If you got those, they might explode on you. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. A couple of woos. Yeah, a couple of woos. Oh, it's not, not like a news report, but still. I know. All right. So we have a couple more guests we're going to welcome before we uh, take our next break. And we are always excited to have our friends from Acme here. But not only that, but we have... Oh, yeah. Yes, come on. But hang on. We have the president of Acme here this morning. And also the senior public affairs manager. Please welcome President Tom Laughlin and Dana Ward. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Welcome. Dana, great to see you. Tom, welcome. Thank you. Is this your first time at Camp Out for Hunger? It is my first time on stage at Camp Out for Hunger. There you go. Uh, First, I've been here before. So Tom is uh, not only the president of Agni, but you're you're a fan of the President Steve Show, right? Absolutely. Every morning. I love that. It's awesome. Wonderful. Listen, your guys' partnership has, uh, well, it's been a while now that that we've had this marriage of sorts, uh, but we can't thank you enough because it allows people to donate like ever before. It made it so much more convenient over the years, so we appreciate that partnership. We appreciate all you guys do for us. You've always been here for us. It always comes down to a partnership. You know, last year we gave out over $843,000 in food and gift cards. Amazing. And we're going to head right towards and beating that number this year, too. All right. So we can't do that without your help. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, you, you guys have made it so convenient at the point of purchase that people can make the donation, and it's wonderful. I'm going to suggest you make sure that our confetti cannons are ready to go. That's all I'm going to say. All right, I, I think I think we can, if we need them, they're there. We can fire those up at any point in time. Uh, I uh, I was at your location in Lawrence Park uh, several times over the weekend, uh, and I was uh, and you talked talked about the, the point of purchase, and I was able to make a donation there. And the great thing about that is that is it doesn't end this week. That goes all no. the way up till Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yep. Thanksgiving Eve is when we run that too. So 11:59 is when we turn it off. So if you're shopping in our store, getting your last minute groceries, uh, you you have time to donate. That's such a critical time because obviously people buying stuff for Thanksgiving, they're there. That's you make why it, we do it. Yeah, you make it easy <laughs> on that level. Uh, the market that's here, so people can come and purchase food and donate as well. All of that, whether you're going to purchase uh, to make your donation at 
the store or pick up your food at Acme and bring it down here. It all is needed. And the more the merrier, as they say. Yeah. Yep. What's yep. the latest in uh, in uh, Acme news? You want to bring us up to speed on anything? or? Well, we're very excited about the holiday season. You know, we, we always believe we're in the business of taking care of people. We just happen to sell groceries. And this is a very exciting year for us to really take care of the customers within the store and provide them wonderful uh, food for the holidays. Excellent. Yes. And what do you prefer? Do you prefer Acme or Acme? <laughs> I think it depends on where you grew up. All right. <laughs> you know if you had a personal preference or not. Um, so obviously, you know, the donations continue to Thanksgiving. Are we going to wait before we hear donation amounts until then, or do you have something to present today? Well, I think um, I'm going to let Tom do it, but we have a special donation for Phil Abundance that's here today. Okay. Today. So, go ahead, Tom. All right. So, today, we're donating 500 turkeys to Phil Abundance. Wow. Yeah. Phenomenal. 500. Adding an additional 7,000 pounds. All right. Should I give them the other number? Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's go. So, so far, we've raised $515,000. No! Thank you. So far. Yeah. Wow. So, so don't forget, there's still time, and uh, the help is sincerely appreciated. So maybe... It's always been the of thing. Yeah. But again, even like bringing the turkeys, you know, you have the, the physical and all of that. That makes a difference. The money makes a difference. And to everyone listening, and Acme has been astoundingly generous, a seismic shift in the camp out for hunger. But again, you, you can go to Acme, purchase some food, make the donation. That's really where it's all coming from. The yep. individual person accessing the Acme mechanism, and that's what makes the camp out work. So we appreciate everything you do. Of course. And come visit us at the tent this week, too. Yep, yes. they'll be set up. All right, thank you, Tom. Great to see you, Dana. Thank Great you. to see you. Let's hear it. Tom Laughlin, Dana Ward, and Acme wow. for Camp Out for Hunger. We could not do it without those guys. This is astonishing, really. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing pretty good, aren't we? We're, we're ahead on time and everything. great. Uh, Santa and the elf are getting along. Oh, uh, they think, look, uh, yes. <laughs> so, they, they, they were brawling for a little bit, but now they seem to have made peace. They have a little more space in between them. A little more space in between them. I think that that actually was very much needed. Yeah. So, All right, so we're going to break. When we return, we do have some guests that, we, that are going to join us, uh, and they're, they're, we're going we're gonna to start using the carnival rides. For a little contest. It's time to get stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I will tease it. We're going to get icky and sticky with Ricky and Mickey <laughs> when that. we get back. So we'll explain it all. Yes. We'll take a quick break and we will come back with more of the Camp Out for Hunger Chico's Vibe playing our live music. We'll be right back. Come and see us. to capture every moment of Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Check out the photo galleries and recap videos of the stunts, guests, audience members, as well as behind-the-scenes coverage. All posted at WMMR.com slash campout. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Chico's vibe with the anthem. 
Rocky theme song. I mean, come on. What else do you need? Oh, it's the best. All right, we are right next to Xfinity Live, right next to the Wells Fargo Center Complex, and you can come down and be a part of the first day celebrations. You can come down this morning. You can hang out all day if you want to. When we're done, Pierre Robert comes up broadcast live, then Brett Porsche comes on after him, and then tonight we're doing food, trucks, and fireworks. This is an all-day event today. You, you need to be a part of it. It will blow your mind. Yep, we got food. We got everything to take care of you because uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner are served at various times. And our hourly sponsor, Acne Markets, is going to bring you this 8 o'clock hour, fresh foods, local flavors. If you didn't bring food to donate, stop by the Acme Donate and Go Tent, and you can donate on-site here at the campout. Also, at the checkout, register at your local Acme Market through November 22nd. We were just talking about that, so we thank them. All right, we're going to get a look at traffic, see what's happening. Kathy, what is up this morning? Well, we want to thank a few people for helping us at the campout this year. Precision Solutions, Duncan, Shore Microphones, Xfinity Live, Victory Brewing Company, United Rentals, Reliable On-Site Services, and the Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters, Local 158. The White Horse Pike eastbound, still closed between 41 and 295. That's emergency construction and electrical repairs. 42 Freeway northbound uh, stopped between College Drive and the Black Horse Pike. It's all because of an accident that's blocking the left lane. 55 northbound, heavy Deptford to the 42 Freeway. They cleared that accident off in the New Jersey Turnpike northbound at 195. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound, backing up 202 into Belmont Boulevard to the Vine. Westbound, Pashyank to South City to Gladwin, and then uh, from the Blue out to Gulf Mills. Blue Root northbound, heavy McDade Boulevard to the Media Bypass southbound from the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill, and then Broomall to Media. 95 southbound, jams Woodhaven to Academy. A disabled truck is in the right lane, and then from Academy to the Vine. Uh, southbound, also from the Blue Route to the Commodore Barry Bridge. We've got an accident there. Woodhaven Road eastbound jams from Bristol Pike to 95. This traffic report brought to you by Active 6. COVID-19 restrictions have lifted, but COVID research isn't done yet. Learn how you can participate in the Active 6 study. Visit active6study.org slash radio. That's active6study.org slash radio. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Yeah. Oh, my God. It never goes to impress. I, I don't mean this as an insult, but Nick McElwain looks a little like Fat Elvis right now. <laughs> oh, that's a new that's one. That's right, man. Yeah, Look the, at me, man. I love them donuts. <laughs> right before he died, uh, uh, Nick is wearing a full white jumpsuit right now, and we'll explain in a little while. Casey has on the same, although he managed to cover himself in a poncho as well. Nick, that's an, that was an operation. This didn't work? Utility, no. It's fine. Uh, which means we're going to have some uh, fun outdoors here in a little bit, as we try to do at least one somewhat little stunty thing each day. Yes. Uh, just to have some fun. I mean, we have this We have this facility. We've got, the, we've got toys to play with. We may as well use them. That's the whole purpose of being down here is yeah. to do stupid things. Yep, so we're going we're gonna to get that in way in a little bit. But something a little more serious and enjoyable we're going to do first. We're going to welcome uh, to our microphones a couple of people who are going to make a donation. Uh, and we have yet another president and CEO. I think we're, I think we've hit the record for president and CEOs in one day. At, at the beginning of the camp out, clearly. Yeah. yeah. So in our first, yeah, thank you. Yeah. We have our presidential music. Oh, I thought it was coming from, she goes by. Casey Clam. Uh, we would like to welcome from Lighties this morning, Chris Mulder, who is the president yeah. and CEO. Yeah. 
Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. Camp out rookie. Oh, thank you oh, for being here. And we also have uh, the director of commercial operations, Mr. Travis Knapp, who is here. Too. Good morning. Thank you. Nice to see you guys. Thank you for being here. Great to be here on, on day one. So yeah, thank so you for having us. You're a rookie here, right? Camp Out rookie. Yeah, we've it, been working with Phil Abundance for a number of years, but uh, Camp Out came on, on our radar this year, and we decided to get involved. So great to be here. We couldn't be happier. I, I gotta, am I saying Lighty's correctly? I, you know what? I was going to um, help clear that up. I've had a number of people ask me as I've been walking around. It is Lighty. Lighty! Yeah. We have, we have like, you know, there's a lot of people say ladies, but uh, we, we have fifth generation family members still working in the business out there in Souderton and wow. and uh, they pronounce it ladies, so I'm, I'm going to keep doing that. All right. so, yeah, follow the lead. Don't, don't uh, rock the boat. Now, we appreciate your guys' uh, participation and tell people about ladies if they, they haven't had a chance to experience it. Yeah, ladies has been part of the uh, Philadelphia fabric for 130 years. In fact, 2023, uh, we are celebrating our, our 130th year in business at the same location out in Montgomery County. So, founded by the Lighty family in 1893, and uh, when they started bringing their pork products to the Philadelphia markets, and we've been there ever since. And exciting year for us this year. Thank you. Yeah, we love the family on the operator. Yeah, Yeah, super exciting year for us. The the family ran the business for 115 years, and then it turned turned over to some out-of-state owners who really weren't that invested in the community. But here recently, about almost exactly a year ago, we were bought by a local uh, Pennsylvania company uh, that's out of the Lancaster area that uh, has has brought us back to uh, local Pennsylvania ownership and uh, infused us with uh, with um, some sustainable uh, support that uh, makes sure that Lighty's is going to be around for another 130 years. That's today. awesome. So, that's great. Yeah. Wonderful. And 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 the, the the advertising phrase is not your grandmother. There's pork. Yeah, we, we just we just rolled that out, right. and uh, so I, ultimately, I think uh, I think people can identify this. I think pork went through a period of time when it was, uh, I would say, overcooked and very and dry, very dry, and and so uh, we don't we don't want you to think about your grandmother's pork. We want you to come in. And, pork uh, and my grandmother are two things I don't really associate with. Walked into that. She smelled you. like mothballs, and I accidentally saw her top was once in Flagler Beach. And uh, so, but your products, however, are amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> do, you, do, you have a, do you have a favorite, do you guys have a personal favorite uh, a product, a, a cut of, either a cut of pork or what is your favorite at, well, at Lighty's? Well, this time of year, uh, you can't go wrong with a Lighty's ham for your holiday table. There you so go. That, Good point. I, would say. I, I have to point out that bacon does make the world go around, though. <laughs> bacon so. makes the world go around. It's yeah. the most powerful yes. uh, pork powerful product. Powerful and on, mysterious. On yeah. Yes, Powerful and mysterious. Yes, it's amazing. What, what can't bacon do? No, it's uh, from God. No, we, we appreciate your guys' support. It's wonderful to have you on board, and we're looking forward to hopefully a future uh, partnering with Lighty. So um, you would like to make a donation this morning? We would. I'm going to turn it over to Travis. Let him uh, tell us what we've done. All right. So for the holiday season, we're going to be donating two tons of Christmas hams. Wow. Along with $5,000 to fill a button. Yeah. 
Christmas hands. That's astonishing. And five grand going to fill abundance. That is fantastic. Wow. Thank you so much. And this is uh, uh, a company-wide effort. You guys uh, got everybody together and said, here's what we want to do? Yeah, this is what we want to do. And, and I, I'd say this. While we're while we're rookies, we'll be back next year if you'll have us. Yeah, and, oh, absolutely. And I think we can do more. We have, uh, we have some ideas uh, where we think we can help the cause even more. Sure. We can sure, get so. our grandmothers involved. <laughs> yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you guys so much. We really we can't do it without support like this. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it's it's a perplexing problem that you guys are working on here, and I, I've spent my life in in the food business, and and uh, this uh, great country has one of the greatest food systems in the world. It's not a it's not a problem of of availability; it's a problem of distribution. And so, how do we solve that through fill abundance and and things like the camp out? So, thank you for doing. Thank what you. You, do you got it. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Chris Mulder and Travis Knapp of Lighties. Thank you. Thank you. I'd say for a rookie effort, they hit it out of the park. Right? Not your grandmother's pork. Absolutely. They nailed it. And by the way, they're offering up um, breakfast this morning for volunteers and staff. How cool. So we thank Lighties for that, and uh, everybody's going to be able to participate. All right. We have a couple of guests. They're no stranger to the camp out. They're not yes. rookies. No, not at all. They're veterans. Yes. We would like to welcome our good friends, ladies and gentlemen. You know them from their world with the Philadelphia Phillies, Mickey Morandini and Ricky Botelico. Guys are ready to go, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Monday morning, we're starting off strong, I think. Are these two ready to go is a question. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> they will. But we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, good to see you guys. Thanks. Uh, how you doing, Mickey? Great. Great to be here. Excellent. You're always up for anything, man. <laughs> well, I don't know how you guys think of this stuff. But... <laughs> we start with well, this one. We started with the name. Yeah. In yeah. fact, it was going to be you. And then Ricky got involved, and then the name of what we're going to do evolved from that. It was so good, we couldn't pass up on it. Yeah, so Casey said, well, we said, uh, we're going to have Ricky there, and then Mickey can make it. And he goes, ooh, Ricky and Mickey getting icky and sticky. Yes. <laughs> but they're not. So they're not. We're no. not, yeah. So we're which gonna... one of you two is icky, which one's sticky? <laughs> I'll be sticky. I'll be icky. There you go. What I love with Mickey is that there was the uh, the, the text exchange, and, and you you didn't even know what we were, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Just, well, when you yeah. said you get to throw, they know what's going on, right? Well, no, but we can reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I can, can say it? Yeah. So, we're throwing eggs at these guys, but we're on yeah. the uh, pirate ship. Yeah. We are not throwing eggs at them. So, all you said to me was <laughs> you want to throw them. eggs at somebody. So, I was well, like, sure. We had we had, we had uh, made the offer to, to somebody else, and they had to respectfully and politely uh, declined. And then I texted you. I said, do you have a problem with chucking eggs at me? And, right. and you, your simple response was, nope. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nope. How does Love Kathy it. always dodge this, by the way? I just say no, Ricky. Yeah. She is that, is it that easy? We don't even ask. We don't even ask. Yeah, we already yeah. know what the answer is. That's how See? it happens. Yeah. But of all the pretty faces up on this stage, the one we don't want to damage is Kathy's, right? Like, Casey and I are work spendable. Yes, 100%. Ricky, each one of them has been hurt, like, where they've had to go to either, like, a hospital or a doctor. Like, I, oh, I don't want to participate I had in to that. Get, I had to get X-ray guided spinal injections last year. <laughs> For this stupid thing that we did on an inflatable ride. That I actually, at one point, said, I don't want to do this. I'm going to get hurt. And then Preston was like, you're a pussy. And then I said, okay, I guess I'll do it. And then and you ask me why I don't do this stuff. Yes, yeah. I, I get it. Then I fell he's, on my neck. He's not kidding. Well, I mean, this will only be like facial scars. Yeah. Maybe a broken nose, That's right? It. Yeah. yeah. Shelled of the face. Oh, God. Ricky, are, are they hard-boiled? Uh, no. Oh. We, we did stop at that. But they are awesome. 
ostrich eggs. Oh, so, ostrich eggs. Dear God. Ricky, in your radio career, have you ever been injured? <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, notice I'm knocking on wood. Yeah, right. Because who knows? Not only are you not injured, you're smart. You do later on your broadcast. You don't do a morning show. No, two to six. Yeah. <laughs> two to six. Our sister station, the fanatic, of course. Uh, by the way, we, we have to touch on, on the fills and the season real quick. We don't have to we don't have to focus on all that, but man, it was looking so good. We were feeling so, you know, that that everything was so wonderful, and then it, you know. You want to start? It did what it did. Mickey? Yeah, I mean, for me, I know we lost two games at home, but that game three and four, we had the lead late. We gave them hope. Yeah. Because we yeah. had them. They, they, they knew they couldn't beat us, and we gave them hope. And when you give a team, a young team, hope... And then uh, the second thing is we're built on home runs. Yeah. Score on home runs. And when we came home, we didn't hit any home runs and we didn't score. And, and that was and that was a couple losses. Yeah. But that second game was one of the most – it was almost embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like there, there were so many home runs going out of the right. park where we're like, oh, my God, another one? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah but that was really fun. exciting. Oh, it was the fun when that happened. Oh, my God, yes. But it's not so fun when they cool off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, that's exactly what happened. You have you have five superstars on this team. Mm-hmm. They were three for thirty six in the last two games. I mean, yeah. all honesty, if it, whatever team that happens to, you're not going to win. Yeah, I um, leading up to this interview, I thought I was ready to talk about this again, and, <laughs> and you're not. You're still think, sour, aren't you? Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not fun to to bring it up. I mean, well, the, the other thing, you only get so many opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, and this team's starting to get a little bit older. Yep, they are. I mean, they have probably a handful of guys in their you know thirties already. So um, that was a huge opportunity because I really believe if we go to the World Series, we beat Arizona. I, I think we win easily. Yeah, it's, really do. you have to remain positive and realize that many of us will be dead before another victory occurs. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. No, I mean that's I, and I think last year it was like uh, you know it was a World Series loss, it was a, a Super Bowl loss, it was a uh, MLS, MLS Cup, Cup loss. Yeah. And and, uh, and then this, you know, Sixers getting ceremoniously uh, ousted in the second round. Uh, like the thing that hurts me the most is I know how hard it is just to get there. Yeah. Right, 162 games just in the regular season alone, and so that's what what hurts me the most because there are so many variables that plays into the success of a season. Absolutely, I, I think I think people fail to understand that there's only one team that goes home yes. happy yeah. every, every, in every yeah. sport every year. So is is there a case to be made? And we we obviously you try to you know, lick your wounds after something like this. But the fact is, we went a long time without ever even getting into October. And that alone, as, as President has pointed out, we all have said, the excitement that you get in, 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 the, in the postseason is, is certainly something to, to cherish. You want the victory, but you're right, only one team wins. You could cherish anything you want. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, when it starts happening year after year and you don't come up with that big prize, I don't know yeah. how long that lasts. I'm no. still in shock and, by all of it. I mean, honestly, like the, the way that it ended was so surprising to me. Mickey, you alluded to it. Like, coming back, up 3-2. You take game five in Arizona. You're like, all right, we're right, going to win right. at least one of the two at home. Yeah. I'm still surprised by it. Um, and, and you know, getting the World Series is obviously the ultimate goal. Mickey, what do you think happens uh, in the offseason? There are a few different question marks, especially Aaron Nola. Yeah. It looks like Hoskins is gone. Yep. Because from what I understand, Bryce wants to play first. Um, the biggest thing right now is Nola. 
I mean, there aren't too many pitchers out there that give you 200-plus innings, you know, every year, win ball games, take the ball every start. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is going to be years with him. He yeah. wants, I think, from what I understand, six or seven years, and I don't know if the Phillies are willing to go there. So how you combat that is you give him more money per year and take off some years. Yeah. I don't know how they'll, they'll work it out, but there's just not a lot of pitchers out there that can give you what Nola gives Well, that's why I like listening to the best show ever in the afternoon, because uh, Ricky, you have firsthand experience, yeah. you know, so you can not only, um, you know, this is a baseball player, but as a pitcher. So, uh, you know, you you speak with experience and you, and you have knowledge on everything, uh, you know, knowledge that I am, you know, I only have because I hear what you say. And yeah. uh, so I heard you talking about, um, uh, you know, Nola, how he performed in the regular season. It didn't really speak well for him as far as, you know, uh, contract is concerned. And then he had the playoffs that he had yeah. had. It, and it, that, that bumps up everything. Yeah. I mean, I don't care who you are. I mean, you know, it, whenever your team goes to the playoffs and you have something to do with their success, you're going to bump up your contracts. But, I mean, you look at Aaron Nola. Look at his historical numbers from the Phillies. They are in the top ten in everything. Huh. And, I, and I'm talking everything. This guy has been a gem. And he's also been... And nobody believes it here for some reason. He's strong. He... You know, he doesn't miss time. Two ways to look at that. Okay. Either he's going to blow out soon, uh-huh. or they think he's Superman and he makes it all the way through <laughs> another contract. That is the big gamble. That yeah. is the big thing. And, and as you said, sometimes in anything, and anytime someone is coming up or their contracts are being discussed, if you hit a peak just before that, even if, and his record is impressive, but even if it wasn't, they're all going, hmm, I wonder what we have here. And so it's a big gamble. That's a lot of mileage. It's a lot of mileage. I love to use that term yeah, a lot yeah, of mileage. Yeah. I think Mickey's right though. If you're looking for six or seven years, don't come looking here. Okay. I, I don't I don't I don't think that really plays into the Phillies game plan. I, I as a matter of fact, I think I brought up last week that okay, if he's gonna do that, then go get Sonny Gray for three years, resign or uh, extend Wheeler. So there you have a it's, one and two for at least the next three years. It's so funny to me how the money works because you look at the the contract that Bryce Har- Harper signed four or five years ago at this point at, for $330 million, and now you look at it in 2023, and people consider it to be a bargain for yeah. that amount of money. But what they got for the guy and what he's delivered, I mean, aside for those last two games in the playoffs this year, what he brought us last year, um, you know, it, it is remarkable that $330 million on this market is a bargain. And any pitcher you sign for six or seven years is going to be a gamble. And I don't think there's any pitcher out there right now that I would say, yeah, I would sign him for six or seven years. I don't think there's one out there that I would do that with. So we'll see what happens. But there's a lot of uh, people who are very interested in Aaron, that's for sure. Do you yeah. think the pitching staff could benefit from throwing eggs at people? Right. Is that is that something that could help? It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, it would help their command a little bit. Why don't we contemplate this while we do that very thing? Nice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I, Case, we ready to, to start heading out that way? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm sweating so bad right now. <laughs> right? That they're hot. They're, oh, yes. Yes. Them on the There's no air escaping. No There's no ventilation none, in the outfits none. that they're wearing. So, I've had two rotator cuff surgeries. Oh, great. So, the speed, I can't determine how hard I throw <laughs> the eggs. Well. 
Well, so I'll apologize now. We're not no. going for speed. We're going to. What? It's an egg toss. You're, You're trying to it. not break yeah. the eggs. Yeah. Not break the eggs. Yeah. And so, but the eggs will break. Why don't you give a quick explanation of what's going to be happening? Well, I will. So what's that case? Uh, I have leftover egg in my goggles already. <laughs> <laughs> From last time we did this? I, I, I guess. Yeah. I Somebody guess already left with eggs and goggles. We're, we're going to do we're going to do an egg toss contest on the uh, Pharaoh's Fury ride. It's it's the ship that got rocks yeah. back and forth. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to send Ricky, Mickey, and Casey out. And Nick's Not gonna- Nikki? Not Ricky, Mickey, and Nikki? No, there's no Nikki. Okay. okay. Uh, Nick- well, there is a Nikki. I didn't yeah. even think of it. No, Nikki's going to stay in here because while you guys are getting in place, we have another guest we're going to bring on board, and I know Nick wants to talk to him for sure. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Ricky and Mickey are heading out yeah. right now. Yeah. To get Icky and Sticky with Ricky and Mickey and Casey and Nikki. Uh, but we'll do that. And, and while they are preparing, we have yet another president to join us this morning. Dear God. I'm telling you, it's the Hall of Presidents. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the president of the Flyers. Mr. Keith Jones. Uh. We also have the president of the Flyers Charities, Blair Listino, is here, too. Scoot on up to get it close to that microphone there, please. All right. Yo, Jonesy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Preston. What's going on, buddy? They're just down here doing our thing, you know, trying to get the food and and, uh, make a collection by the end of the week. Yeah, you guys are doing a great thing here. This is awesome. Great to see all the people that are out here. Great to see all the people that have been on the air. Pretty amazing thing. You know what's funny is, Keith, it's always Monday morning. We never know what we're going to get. So we always show up because it's early in the week. People may be thinking the wait later in the week. Usually later in the week, we're like, okay, it's packed. We can kind of expect that Monday morning is a mystery and we showed up here and there was one person sitting in the tent <laughs> in the front row and I'm like oh my god and we started the show they were holding people I outside I didn't know that and all of a sudden the doors opened and everybody came rushing I'm like oh thank god uh, but so we're looking forward to a good year uh, and uh, and Blair by the way so you are head of the Flyer Charities operation as well that's right excellent how long have you been doing that so just a short year. I've been with the Flyers organization for nine years. Okay. With the charity for one. Okay. The, the charity, that's a sort of a jewel in, in the organization, what you guys are able to pull off in the events. They're, I mean, they're, they're legendary status. So uh, were you thrilled and simultaneously a little scared about taking on something so huge and so iconic? Yes. It definitely was a little overwhelming at first. Um, all of the events we put on with the very few staff, which I'm sure you know from running oh, yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we put on the amazing events. The carnival everyone knows about actually yep. goes on sale next week at flyerscharities.com. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it's um, this year it's March 17th. It's uh, on St. Patrick's Day. So there will be some sort of, of themes and giveaway related to that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. So we'll remind people as we get a little bit closer that yeah. that's coming up. But tickets go on sale next week? Next week, yeah. This week we actually have Casino Night. It's, uh, it's the second annual event. It's held at V on Broad Street in Center City and all the players are there. Coaches, Keith will be there and last year I was playing craps right next to Travis Konechny and his wife. It was oh, really fun. That's go. cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah Excellent. It's a really fun event that raises a lot of money for charity. So Wonderful. Yep. Uh, Keith, how's your tenure president been so far? It's, there? it's been great. Yeah. And the guys are competing hard. I think that uh, you know expectations aren't particularly high for us around the league but our guys are proving that uh, we're going to be a tough night on uh, a, a tough out on, night, on a nightly basis. So yeah. 
I, I've been impressed by that part of it. The guys seem to really love each other, which is a really important part of a team. And we're going to keep trying to do everything we can to keep an eye on the future to make us better. Yeah, it's uh, and, and I know the the Flyers have had a history. I mean, any any team does where you sometimes you may have some conflicts in the locker room, and obviously that's not. This is a group that's gelling right now. There, there's no doubt about that. I, yeah. I love watching these guys celebrate after a win when they get the dog mask on, taking <laughs> something out of the Eagles, and yeah. and really. Um, they've done a really good job of embracing one another and making sure that they're in the fight together. Jonesy, it's really cool to have you be a part of Camp Out. Uh, you know, you never were able to do this in the past because of your, your prior career. Um, and uh, But I know you've seen it, you know, build up from uh, being inside the Wells Fargo Center and looking across the parking lot. Uh, so thanks for coming out. And yeah. first of all. Have you ever chatted with a guy wearing uh, goggles and a poncho? I, I have occasionally, but yes. uh, this is, you look very good, Ned. I, gotta admit, I can't wait to see what happens to you in that goggles yeah. and a poncho. It's, uh, it's nice having you guys here after a couple of wins too, you know, wrapping up that trip in Southern California with, with two wins. Um, listen, I only know this as a fan. I, I never played hockey. Uh, my brother did, but uh, just from watching the games, from it really does feel different this year, and that's all I can say is that it, watching it, sensing it, it feels like uh, we're just not going to give up, yeah. you know, and, and it, we're not going to roll over it, and I'm sure you've seen it as a broadcaster where there have been seasons where you're like, well, this is just not our year. We're going to sort of let it go, uh, but this year, it, it really does feel different from an outsider yeah it, it does and it looks different from for me watching from up top in a different position and it's one thing that makes me feel really really excited I, I think that's where it starts uh danny and i are well aware that we need to continue to add talent i think you see sometimes in our power play that we're missing a few parts right now but our guys are competing extremely hard so um, that's where it begins there's a foundation that needs to be established i think torch started to do that last year uh, and i think we've benefited from that going into this season and now the players seem to embrace be embracing uh, the challenge of becoming better together yeah it's also interesting because there were two really key parts that didn't play at all last season in Katuri and Atkinson and to have those guys back I don't know maybe it was maybe we forgot about it last year because they were gone for the entire season but just to see these two talented hardworking and Coots obviously the, one of the best two-way players in the league it's got to be um, encouraging yeah, to have them is. back on the ice yeah we benefit from that you know and it was interesting Torts didn't want to put a C on anybody this this year, uh, mostly because those two players were coming back from injury. They had enough things to focus on, trying to get themselves back into you know, NHL shape. Uh, they've done that early on. It's always like uh, a blade of a saw for a player that's coming back from long-term injury. You're going to see some moments where they do really well, and then it's going to drop a little bit, and then they're going to go up again. And So far, that's the way it's been. Uh, Atkinson's been really consistent, though, from coming back from missing a full year, and, and both of those players have great leadership qualities. I think we're benefiting from that. I wanted to ask you about Roman Czechmanic, who is in the Czech Republic. Um, you know, have, my wife and I were over uh, on vacation in the, in the, during the summer. Man, massive hockey fandom over there, and and, and a big loss. Fifty-two years old. Uh, any any um, yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, really, it's really sad. I, I I was here when Roman arrived. I was still playing with the Flyers, um, so I got to know him a little bit. I retired probably two months into his tenure. Um, he was a super nice guy. He was a unique goaltender. He did a lot of great things in a short period of time for the Flyers, and it's just really unfortunate news that yeah. that he passed away. Not sure of the details. Just no, yet. no, no one is. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a, it's an awful thing, and I know we as an organization are really upset. Yeah, but you do wonder. I mean, of course, you wonder why he passed away. But for for me, I, I immediately think of the concussions and you know all of the implications. You know, and what these guys go through playing the sport. 
and if it has anything to do with it. That's immediately what I yeah. thought of. Yeah, it's and it's interesting. He's a goalie that used his head a lot, right? He was unique because he had the you know the ability to make saves with his mask, and he would chip the puck up and over the glass just by doing that. But I don't think that that was related to what happened. But um, I, I do think all of us are left to wonder what happened when the yeah. person's 52 years old and passes away. You guys have Carolina this weekend, then uh, back home after that. Um, and uh, how many games uh, when when they return? Uh, any idea? Um, it'll be, how many games when they come back home? So they'll be home next weekend, I think. Yeah, or, we do or this a, coming weekend. You know, it's it's yeah. funny. I'm so focused on like the next game right yeah. now. Is the game yeah, develop. Yeah. Like I don't even know what comes after. So Saturday, it's at two. Uh, Saturday's the yeah. Vegas Golden Knights, and then uh, Sunday That's it. is Columbus. And That's I, the Star Wars game. That is, yeah. yeah. And with the Golden, my, my son and I were watching the Flyers play the other night, and it I, I had completely forgotten who won the Stanley Cup last year. That's what happens. I had, I had to Google it. So the Stanley Cup champs are coming to town this weekend in the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, and uh, we played them out in Vegas already this season. What, what do you? What can you? Yeah, say we, we played them tough. We yeah. it was a three-two loss late in the game. It was one of those ones that really hurt a lot, uh, and that's something you see in your own players. You look down and you walk through the locker room, and they were devastated by that loss, which is a great thing. You want them to to feel the pain when the wins aren't there. So we'll have another revenge game. We we picked up wins against Anaheim and L.A., who beat us here in Philadelphia to start the season. So that was great. Uh, our guys have proven that uh, they're up to the challenge against some of the best teams in the National That's Army. right. When you, when, you, when you see them get angry, yes. that's a flyer that you can work with. It's, it's when that goes away that you're in, in yeah, a bad way. We, yeah, and you know, you think back to two years ago, the fire wasn't there after the losses, just from, you know, covering the team from a broadcast perspective. That uh, wasn't the way it should be. It's getting back to where it should be. It's getting into a good place, and that'll allow us to move forward. Excellent. Well, we want to encourage Flyers fans, come down and uh, see the, uh, uh, you know, the whole setup and, and make donations, and you guys have a donation, I understand, as well? We we do. We have the Flyers Charity is donating five thousand dollars. Yes, uh, and we have a giant check. Big check. Oh, Massive yeah. check. check. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal, <laughs> guys! Thank you so much. Uh, that's you, huge. Guys. And and again, tickets go on sale for the carnival coming up uh, next week. Yep, no and it's not till March. It's going to be on uh, St. Patrick's Day. That's right. That'll be huge. And you get great access to the team. You at do. That event. There's um, you can get player signatures. You can get pictures with them. And yeah. the earlier you sign up, the earlier you can register for those time slots. Ah, oh, sounds great. Excellent. All right, Keith. Thank you thank so you much. Guys. We appreciate you coming by and of course very nice to meet you Blair thanks for being here let's hear it for him guys all right I think we're going to try to go outside now, and, and you guys may want to watch this, too. Uh, you want to see how low human beings can sink. Yes. Um, so Nick is uh, Nick is on his way out as we speak. I don't know if you can actually hear me and report back, Nick. Can you? Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Super clear. Yeah. Where are you right about now? We're going to have this pulled up on the monitors here in the uh, tent so we Ricky's can see. Ricky's ready. Yeah, he is. Is that Ricky singing? Yeah, that? yeah I'm singing, yeah. So I'm going to head out into the, uh, the pirate ship, which looks great. Pharaoh's Fury, and uh, the lights are already lit up, which is awesome. Right, What's up, Casey's sitting on one end. I'm going to join him, and then Mickey and Ricky are sitting on the other end. Right, yeah. who, uh, 
uh, just a quick, uh, uh, okay, now we have the image up now. Okay, we can see what we're looking at here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Pharaoh's Fury is that classic uh, ride that you see at carnivals. It is a ship, is and, and it's uh, it's on a hinge, and it rocks back and forth. It's a fun ride, man. You yeah, need you need ride. You need to be sitting on, on the end. <laughs> we'll be out there. Yeah. You need to be on the ends to I really. I don't know how these eggs are going to stay. Get a feel for it. You don't know how the eggs are going to stay. Are we, in no, the, in the are we not going to drop I, all the all the eggs? They not fall off. Well, we should do a test yeah. run off. Yeah, these guys have no idea that they, we, this is actually just a big joke. <laughs> they're, 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 we're going to break two dozen eggs on these guys. And they have all right, no, that let very me, well could happen. Let me let me explain what theoretically is supposed to happen. <laughs> so at one end we have Ricky and Mickey sitting next to each other. By the way, the name of the contest is we're going to get Icky and Sticky with Ricky and Mickey and Casey and Nikki. <laughs> so Ricky and and, and Mickey are sitting at one end. They have two dozen eggs in their laps. At the opposite end are Casey and Nick. So each one has a partner that they're trying to, in a classic egg toss, throw the egg from one end to the other and catch it without breaking it and collecting it. At the end, whoever has the most amount of unbroken eggs will win. Now, this ride is going to be moving, and you know what this ride is like. It's back and forth, and to be able to throw stuff and have it land where you want it to right. is going to be quite difficult. Plus, it's a pretty long distance. I don't know. Casey, how far would you say between you long. and our pitchers? I would say it's a lot farther than we had anticipated. <laughs> um, I'm looking at, I don't know, 15 yards? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. All right. So I would say, Casey, <laughs> the best time to do this is when Ricky and Mickey are at the zenith to drop it. No. The zenith means top. Yeah, right. No, yeah, I don't right. think, no, because you, we drop it that hits us. Maybe. All right, so um, but you the, know what? You guys do however you feel is going to be most successful. How long is this ride? i got to pace my throat. It's 30 minutes. Here's oh. 30 minutes. Hey, <laughs> shut up, everybody. I'm trying to give you the rules here. Here's what we're going to do. They'll start the ride, and I will tell you when to start tossing the eggs, okay? Oh, so don't start right away. We want to make sure that this is as difficult as possible. That's the whole oh, idea behind we're this. We're playing winter rules. Yeah. So did you guys yeah. Get that? Preston will give the... Yeah, we uh, heard him. The, the go-ahead. Preston, I sense that um, Ricky is approaching this in a very sadistic way, while Mickey is a little bit more benign. Oh, I think it's the other way around. Oh, it's, the it's definitely around. the other way around. Yeah. Oh, all right. No doubt. And by the way, um, can I change my name to Dickie just for this? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, cool. Nikki and Dickie okay. and uh, Mickey and Ricky. I love okay. it. That's all right. perfect. All right, so why don't we try this? Uh, by the way, oh, Casey, Casey and Nick, are, do you guys have anything to set the eggs in after you catch them? Oh, yes. no, we're... We're going to have to hold on to them. And by the way, Preston, oh my God. right, in, go right no in front of you, Preston, is a folded piece of paper from uh, Beanbo Bakeries because they are sponsoring the Camp Out for Hunger there Games there. that we're doing right now. All right. All right. Just quick question. How are you going to hold I don't know. multiple eggs? Yeah, just like in our in our arms. In your arms. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I- I told you guys to have some baskets or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, but we decided to do it this way because just, it's going to be uh, just for the record. Harder. There's probably not going to be a lot of eggs. That <laughs> That's you have what, to put exactly in what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I catch two. two. 
All right, so the the camp going to catch too. Camp out for hunger games right. is brought to you by Thomas's and Thomas English muffins and bagels from English muffins and bagels to swirl bread. Thomas's breakfast breads make a delicious meal or a quick when, snack. You can visit your local grocery store to pick up your favorite Thomas's products at and wake up to what's possible. Uh, so there you go. That's our official sponsor, I believe, because the other one was scratched out. So we'll go with that. We got two dozen eggs in here, correct? Yes, yeah, <laughs> two dozen. And eggs. All right, uh, Skelly's. You know funny, these people standing out here think they're safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Skelly's Amusements, they can start the ride now. Oh, Jesus. And here we go. All right, it's so going. it's beginning to rock. Now, oh, wait until oh. I tell you. Oh, there's no way in hell I'm ever catching any eggs. <laughs> when to start. Lock it in. Lock it in. All right, guys. Yep. On your mark, get set, and you can start tossing your eggs now. Oh, oh my God. Damn it. I'm not I was right in front of Jesus. Oh, you suck. They're <laughs> Ricky nailed the photographer. Oh, oh come on. That's my fault. That's oh, my bad. My, my bad. God. Ricky, use your pitching arm. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, there's so much guilt. That's my bad. <laughs> Sorry, Skellies. This... Oh, hey, Ricky, it. we're on the air. Watch the language. I lost focus. I lost focus. <laughs> All right, we're ready. Well, I got breakfast. Oh, that's, that's two on me. Gross. What? The ride is now at its Who's highest that point. wide receiver that never could catch for the Aguilar? Eagles? That's you. <laughs> I haven't had that's one me. cup close to my hands yet. Okay. All right, Ricky, we're going to do this together. Jeez, and crackers. Now oh Ricky's going to oh, oh, what that hit? You hit me I don't in know. The face. Okay. Ricky threw two on that one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Dude, Mickey. Mickey. I'm sorry. This <laughs> tape delayed, right? <laughs> I got you! I got you! Oh! Come on, come on! Now they're just throwing wait, eggs at us! Wait. I got three! Like, I got four! I got five! Oh my god, he's cheating! I, I mean, does it matter if they broke in my hands? Yes! yes. No, okay. but you caught two good ones, right? I got, I got two unbroken eggs! Champion of the universe! Yes! Mickey! Yeah. Mickey and Dickie! He threw them at the end! We were <laughs> No, we caught too early. I got too early. Oh, yeah. so, I, think, I think Ricky Vitalik wants to fight me. No, I don't. So, I don't. Wait a second. So did you get one one at the end, but I saw one clearly. You catch it in oh, full swing, Casey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Casey's got two whole ones. I got two yeah, whole I ones only, and three broken ones. I have one whole one and uh, several on my face. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, I got whispered into my ear. We had to hit the dump button three times during that segment because of... Uh, that me? Mickey Foulmouth Morandini. Yeah, he loses two eggs for that. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. That will, be, that will be the penalty. Hey, you guys should actually do this as a ride. Damn it. I think people would pay to do this. Oh I God, think yeah. so, too. That was fun. Would that you guys was pay fun. to do that? You're saying the egg. Although it would be no. a little expensive. The eggs aren't cheap. No. That was fun. Do we? Do they have enough for another go around? I don't no. think so. No, I didn't even put any eggs. I don't have any up here, though. I know. Wait, let's go back in the tent and they, everybody can laugh at us. <laughs> Did you catch one? Look at All right, that. I caught one. I caught one. They, they want to get off that so quickly. I, that doesn't right. mean that we can't do it again sometime this week. All right. All right. All right. I, but for now, that was that worked out perfectly. That was amazing. Wow. Why did I wear I my brand new sneakers, guys? Oh, no. Casey got egg on his brand new sneakers. Well, why did he wear his brand new sneakers? 
Why did I wear my I brand call new that sneakers? stupidity. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> I am so dumb. <laughs> Wait. Right. Oh my I call that stupidity. <laughs> yeah. Hey Nick, oh you God. got an egg there, right? I got one left. See? Do we do this with bricks, Preston? I think that's oh the next God, yeah. level up from this. All right. Uh, I think uh, that uh, I think that's not easy. They're yeah. coming back in now, so uh, Nick is back in with Nick, his one egg. Nick has an egg. He does have an egg, yes. <laughs> have Casey show his. Oh, really? Oh, oh wait oh. a minute. There's a point of contention. There's a protest. Also, right. Nick's bleeding. Your hand is bleeding. Those uh, <laughs> those eggshells are kind of sharp. Yeah, so. We, yeah, that's why we thought face protection, at least eye protection, was warranted. All right, where is uh, Casey? Is he, Casey, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> All right. Oh, make sure you bring the eggs with you. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I will say I was concentrating so much on the egg tossing, I didn't even realize I was on a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to I completely agree with him. You don't realize yeah. that you focus, right? Well, I, I threw a couple early. I, I think I hit the photographer more than anybody else. <laughs> I mean, I fired one, and it literally went like this, about six feet and straight down. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. So it, it was so complicated because there are so many, like, trusses across yeah. the top. And, like, so oh, you would throw, throw one up, right. and it yeah. would hit that. So yeah. Ricky would toss some, and then Mickey would throw another one. And the, <laughs> the eggs would split on those trusses and end up all over me and Casey. Oh, okay. So we didn't figure that, but that's actually an extra bonus. But both you guys... Guys, we had a shot of both of you. You cleared those yes. and seemed to go right at the beginning. So you placed them perfectly. I only caught one cleanly. I, I got hit in the hands with a, a few other ones. I don't even know if Ricky threw those or not. I mean, they're not that. It's, it was not an easy throw. Yeah. I'm not kidding. All right. All right. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey threw like eight right at the end. It was impossible to throw it up. Yes. Yeah, well, I tried. had to throw when you guys were at the bottom. That was fun. <laughs> Nick, you're dripping, dude. I yeah. mean, like, on your hand, your right hand. There's oh, like, always wash your hand. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, look, I got blood. Go I, oh. that Kathy told you when you walked in here. We injured oh, really? him. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Part. There's more tissue right over there to her right. Okay. Look, look there. Kathy, hand him some tissues, oh, please, he needs if you to wouldn't go mind. How about a nice applause for yeah. Casey? Look, he made yeah. it in. Look, yeah. yeah, Casey. Nobody's impressed with you, Casey, today. Neighbors. <laughs> you were right. You said you were the more athletic one. I, I right. You are. Although I did miss two. You did. That's all right. Throws. That's my bad. My That's bad right. altogether. But we won. Your head didn't miss it. Yeah, you've got you've got, you've got egg, egg all over your hair. Really? Yes. <laughs> One definitely. I, again. <laughs> We're on that ride. I don't even know I'm on a ride because right. just trying to catch eggs. Yep. And so that's what they were saying. It Why was my odd finger... like your body knew where you were because right. you were frozen in space <laughs> getting ready to throw. And then I tried firing a couple when we were going up. Yeah. Forget it. No. Nope. Really? I, well, I, I don't know who was, photo- who was the photographer. I hit her a couple times. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you? They Poor just thing. go straight down. You okay. don't understand. You, you guys got to try it. It's Marissa? Yeah, thing, but you fun. just have to try it. Oh, Marissa, we need the, uh, the mics on over there, Marissa. Oh, I just want to thank the students from Newman University. <laughs> yeah. you they were the photographers, yes. Yeah, they were photographers. Uh, but Casey, don't worry, Boston Scott was watching the whole thing from the back room. That guy actually knows how to catch. Exactly. He's straight out of the backfield. <laughs> um, yeah, my fingers hurt. Like, I didn't break cold. my cold. Okay. Yeah. All right. We should do this again next. Or, well, yeah, we're we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, this yeah. better than the drop. All right. All right. Yeah, Fair enough. All right. Well, listen, we got to wrap this segment uh, because we have a donation as well, yes, Casey. We I do. think it's going to take place now. Uh, so, Mickey and Ricky, thank you guys thank for you. being here, for being a part of this. They're great sports. Awesome. We love these guys. 
Tricky Morandino, Mor- Mickey Morandini, and Ricky Metallico from our sister station, The Fanatic. Uh, and yes, we could not do this event. Man, we get more and more support every year uh, from this group, and we're so excited to welcome some representatives from Duncan this yeah. morning, Jessica Wiseman and JT Young. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thanks for letting us come on right after the eggs. <laughs> it's, a tough, it's a tough act to follow, for sure. Uh, by the way, Jessica, you are the integrated marketing manager. I am, although there's been a lot of presidents out here today, so I feel like maybe I could change my title. But no, you're know. still valid. You're every bit as valid as every the hey. conga line of CEOs we've had. Hang on a second. You are now president. Congrats. Uh, And then, uh, JT, you're a franchise, uh, you're a franchisee? Franchisees. Not CEO, but franchisee. How many stores do you own? 18. Well, there you go. God, wow. All over? Uh, Northeast Philadelphia, Lower Bucks, Bucks County. Remember Bucks Co.? Here we go, Kathy. (laughs) Wow. Delco? Maybe Delco? No. No. We have plenty of support down there. All of our uh, franchisees are local, live local. Well, so we have a lot of great. Every year, Duncan uh, gives more and more to the event, and not only supplies coffee and donuts in the morning, but like these uh, these cool uh, uh, travel mugs that we have this year. People can come and get those while they last as well. And uh, it's you know it's a perfect nice little treat that people can grab as well uh, when you stop by and make a donation, just to make it comfortable for you to come down here. And, and it means a lot to everyone. So thank you for all of that. And you guys have a donation on top of all this. Correct? Yeah, uh, prior to donation, so the first 200 listeners that come out for the camp out uh, will receive one of those co-branded travel mugs as well as some donuts. Um, and then the uh, big announcement today is we are donating uh, 1,000 pounds of the best coffee on earth, yes. Dunkin' Coffee. Yeah. 1,000 pounds of coffee. That's amazing. And by the way, did you guys bring your own confetti? Yeah. Was that you guys? Yeah, that was us. That's awesome. Those are badass confetti cannons. Um, by the way, a thousand, I, I want to quantify this, a thousand, because we hear all these, you know, people bring in 10,000, blah, 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 this. A thousand pounds of coffee ain't cheap, no, folks. No, It's actually a whole lot. So we do appreciate that. And uh, that will go to uh, great use uh, for, obviously, Phil Abundance and the people who need a cup of Joe in the morning for crying out. Lord knows we do. Yeah, that is the truth. So uh, thank you guys so much. Anything else you want to mention in the world of Duncan? No, we just really appreciate you guys having us out. I think MMR and all of the Duncan franchisees throughout the Philadelphia region are are really dedicated to the fight against hunger. And, you know, not only are we donating um, the coffee today, but Duncan, we have, it's been a 13-year tradition for us. We're on our 13th year of our Roast Hunger campaign. So starting Thanksgiving Day and running through December, 10th for every large hot coffee purchased by our Duncan Rewards members, our loyalty members, Duncan franchisees donate a dollar to the food banks in the region. That so can add up. It is, yeah. Yeah, that'll so add up. Exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. So it is it is our goal this year to raise three hundred thousand dollars for six regional food banks in the area. Um, and it's a program that's near and dear to us, been going on for 13 years. And over the past uh, 12 years, you know, we the the Duncan franchisees directly have donated $2.4 million to food banks in the region. Wow. So, wow. excited to make it even bigger yeah. this year. Awesome. You guys are great. You're the best. We couldn't do it with you, without you. Thank you so much for your support, Thank Jessica. You guys. Jessica Wiseman and JT Young from Duncan.
And uh, the Dunkin' uh, Coffee, Ice Coffee Dude is here, too. That, that's a pretty damn good-looking cup there. They, they did a good job with that. All right. I think after all that, we need to take ourselves a break, right? And did I hear a Philadelphia Eagle is in our midst? We have a giant slayer backstage. Oh, that's ah, fantastic. So mm-hmm. we'll talk to him next. Uh, we will take a break and come back, but we got room for you folks. Camp out for hunger. Yeah. Next Xfinity Live Sports Complex. We'll be back in just a moment. Chico's by. What's happening when at Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger? See a calendar full of guests, stunts, events, and live music. Plus, photos, videos, and helpful answers at WMMR.com slash Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. MMR Rocks, yes! Camp Out for Hunger. Day number one, right here, a beautiful Monday morning in South Philadelphia, the sports complex. Our band this morning, Chico's Vibe, let's hear it! Mount on lead vocals right there. Sax player extraordinaire. And we're going to have live music every single morning while we're here. It's amazing. And they just tear it up. Love it. They and a great job. And in just a moment, Santa, don't get too comfortable. We're yeah. going to move you out of there. we got to get a new person for our privilege section, which we'll do in just a second or two. We also have some guests that are going to be joining in this in a moment. But let's take a look at traffic. So, Kathy, what's going on this morning? We still have this emergency construction and electrical repairs taking place on the White Horse Pike eastbound between 41 and 295. So the road closed there. 295 northbound at 42. A crash cleared from the off-ramp.
Jam, southbound jams, 168 to the 42 freeway, 55 northbound heavy Deptford to 42. Uh, on the Schuylkill Expressway eastbound, you're slowing from 202 into Belmont, the Boulevard to University, heavy westbound Bear Avenue to South Street, City to Gladwin, 95 southbound jams, Woodhaven to Academy, a disabled truck is blocking the right lane. You're slow from Girard to the Vine, and then the Blue Route to Highland Avenue on the Vine westbound. That's slow the length eastbound from the Schuylkill to Broad. Woodhaven Road eastbound is jammed Bristol Pike to 95. This traffic report brought to you by Mattress Warehouse of Philadelphia. Save up to 70% at Mattress Warehouse today and sleep better tonight knowing you got the best possible price. Mattress Warehouse. Visit mattresswarehouse.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thank you, Kathy. All right, so we're going to have to kick Santa and his elf out of the privilege section, which, by the way, is brought to you by uh, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia right around the corner. Santa, get up. Get out of there. Go on. We love you, but Santa's got to yeah, go. Santa's got to go. Yeah. All right, so, Steve, I, I chose Santa Claus last time. I think maybe we should, each one of us gets a chance to pick privilege. I think it's your turn. Is that married couple still here? Oh, wearing the Mr. and Mrs. shirts? Yeah. I saw them earlier. Yeah. Where are they? They were just married. Yeah, come on yeah. over here. Oh, married couple, just married. All right, let's get these guys over in the privilege section, and we're going to say hi to you. Walk up to the front here, mister, because uh, I saw those too, Steve. They are wearing matching shirts. Hold up your sign so I can read that. It says, just married Andy and Melissa 11-11-23 continuing the celebration with the Preston and Steve show how you doing? very good I at least have my voice back today yesterday I had no voice why is that? Because uh, I was on the dance floor the whole entire night and singing, and I actually did some karaoke as well. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So you guys got married uh, day before yesterday? Yeah, 11-11. Oh, uh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Did Thank you, you. Did you pick 11-11 because of the magic qualities of that number? or did Yeah, 11-11, yeah, okay. make a wish, and it was on a Saturday, so I pressured him into making sure he you know, gave me the ring before this year so we could have it on that date. So you could force uh-huh. an extra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're, you're learning early. That's good. Uh-huh. And it says Mr. and Mrs. Hiddleman? Heideman. Heideman. All right. Well, you're going to get our privilege section for the Thank next you. hour or so. So enjoy. Go over there and relax. Special comfy seats right down front. They're big, plush, reclining seats. Just married. And that's a beautiful thing. Their whole life's ahead of them, Preston. It just... uh, It doesn't get more magical. It's going to be wonderful. All right, so we would like to welcome... We have a couple of guests that are going to be joining us. uh, A donation that is going to take place. And we've had a wonderful relationship with this group for many years at Camp Out for Hunger. They always come down and support. From Victory Brewing, we would like to welcome Bobby Zwaheen this morning. Morning. Bobby. I, I probably destroyed your name. Yeah, that, that was. That, I haven't heard that one yet. But I have to. I had to. I had to commit to it. How do you say your last name? Zwallen. What is it? Zwallen. 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 I spelled Z W A H I E N. Yeah. L E N. L. I have I. You have I because I had I. You son of a bitch. It's, it's, yeah. What the hell well, I blame Tim Graham. It's Renato, all Tim Graham's fault. So, Preston, when Bobby came up, I, he was going to fist bump. I was going to handshake. And by the end of it, I was finger blasting him. It so, yeah, we got we got to get on the same page. Yeah. That's yeah, always I, been I, my I dream, just, though. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> to be finger blasted by Steve Morrison? Yeah. Listen. I know. I, I hate that awkward moment. There's only two other hobos who can say that. Yeah. I, no, I hate that awkward moment. You have to decide. Bump, 
this. Yeah. What, what's yeah, it going to yeah. be? But we didn't plan it out ahead of time. How are things at Victory, Bob? Things at Victory have been amazing, and especially amazing this year, especially with brotherly love. We've been doing really great out in the market, and again, that's why we're here to help um, contribute and support not only monetarily, but uh, through the can food drive as well. I think we had 46 uh, donation drop box across um, restaurants, bars, distributors, and our own tap rooms. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you guys are always upping the, uh, you know, reinventing yourselves and, and, and introducing new stuff and just keeping the product line, imp- you know, improving and and doing great things, but you are always out in the community doing great things absolutely, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, we, and again, we're so excited to be here. I know there's a lot of presidents, CEOs. I know you're the CGMD, the chief <laughs> golden monkey drinker. Oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> yes. I know. I hope, hopefully we'll see you later before the um, <laughs> fireworks start. Uh, we got some ice cold golden monkey for you. I... <laughs> I don't know if I can do it here. I, I, it's, your, your stories are legendary. I could have one. I could definitely have one. Oh, what? The last time you had, um, it, it, the, the monkey had gotten a hold of you. Oh, man. It, it, was, it was pretty powerful. That was the first time it got a hold of me. I've, I've learned to pace myself since then. There was, there was one, uh, one year that we, it snowed and we had to sleep at the, the hotels yeah. out by the radio station. And I had a, a bottle of Golden Monkey. <laughs> not, not a regular size bottle. It was like, one, <laughs> like the wine bottle. That you yeah. guys oh, yeah. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Preston, you know, yeah. perfect. You know when you can have one is uh, Wednesday night inside Victory Beer Hall. Yes, for Quizzo, for Quizzo. because you yes. really uh, beer helps your brain when participating in Quizzo. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's and, true. And Preston, I brought my gurney, so we'll be set. Yes, we can take Excellent. you out. Uh, no, it's 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 just so damn delicious. That's what that's the hard part about it. All right, but anyhow, Bobby, you're going to make a donation this morning. Yes. So on behalf of Victory Brewing, uh, we have a donation of ten thousand. Thousand hey! dollars today, thank you, thank you. and uh, five thousand of these dollars are going to are is going to be donated on behalf of the winner of uh, tomorrow's mini hoop challenge. Oh, excellent! Oh, so you guys are sponsoring that the mini ma- mini hoop madness. Fantastic! Yes, 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 so we'll be here tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Awesome! Uh, and again, just to give you guys your flowers again. Thank you so much to broadcasting this, making it even bigger this year. Hopefully, another banner year, and we appreciate your partnership and uh, also to Phil Abundance as well. We love excellent. you guys. Thanks Thank so you, Bobby. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys, Bobby. Swallen. Swallen. Wow. Swallen. Creative manager. Swallen. Uh, I know. Yeah. All right. Well, we have another guest we're going to welcome. Do we have a special intro? I got to make sure that the band's audio up is up and ready to go because we have a special intro. And Casey, am I ready to do it? We're ready to do it. Guys, strike it up. We'd like to welcome from the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Boston Scott. Welcome, Boston. What's happening? What's happening? Nice to see you, man. And then we would also like to welcome another guest. He was just in our studio recently. He is the head honcho, another president with us. Yeah. Of the uh, uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters organization, Marcus Allen yeah. is here with us. 
Welcome back, Marcus. Good to be back. Good to be back. Nice to see you. Good to be seen, my friend. And you guys are both getting ready for a big event tonight, by the way. Absolutely. Boston has decided to grace us with his presence, along with eight other Eagle players, to walk in our fashion show to raise money for kids in our community who need them. Excellent. Boston, have you have you done a fashion show before? I actually have. Yeah. Yeah. You are a good-looking man. Yeah. I can see that happening, man. Yeah. My dad did a good job. <laughs> nice. Speaking of mom and dad, what's what's your family life? How many siblings do you have? Uh, so I have an older brother, younger sister, and a, now a um, stepsister. So. Oh, nice. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody else uh, athletically inclined in your family? My brother was actually a better athlete than I was. No you kidding. Know, I, I wanted to follow in his footsteps, uh, yeah. but he actually stopped growing. <laughs> 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 it's a good thing you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, the um, the, Jace, the the Kelsey documentary was uh, it was awesome. I watched it tw- the first time I watched it. I watched it twice in the same day. But there was a moment, and I talked about it on the show, where I was crying. It was such an emotional. I mean, that guy is just the best, right? But it, and so I'm crying and. It was that he delivered a speech. The coach asked him to deliver a speech the night before the Super Bowl. I know exactly where you're going with this. Dude, this it was probably the worst stray really? that I've ever taken in my life. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It was, but he's just talking about all the, the, the blood and the sweat and the tears yep. that you guys had all gone through from, you know, uh, OTAs to training camp to the mm-hmm. season. How hard you guys work to get to that moment. And this just out of nowhere, it just goes, and Boston Scott's all about 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> like, and and the, the crazy thing about that is, like, you know, I'm, I'm emotional yeah. about this, too. Because Jason Kelsey, you know, we walk-ons. Like, yeah. he was a walk-on, too. Yeah. And, like, so in the moment, I didn't realize what he had just said. But I was like, you dang right, you 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> Like, hey. Wait a second. <laughs> but it was it was just perfect. It was perfect. I was I you know was literally crying and then laughing at the same time and I didn't even know that that was possible. So <laughs> yeah. and I got I talked to you a little bit backstage. Um, I just got to give you like so many props uh, because there's so many people out there that are like undersized mm-hmm. and I was one of those that like when I got to a certain age I'm like I, I can't compete with these people anymore so I just stopped playing sports mm-hmm. you know and and you are like not only like, uh, but you're thriving in the NFL. You know, this is a league of like big, big dudes, and then and you are you're thriving in this league, and so you're an inspiration to a ton of people out there. So. Most definitely, yeah. Ain't about the size of the dog is about the fight of the dog. Yep, that's right. How, how do yeah. you how do you make though? I know. I, how do you make that to use that to your advantage though? A smaller size. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, specifically in the run game. You know, when, whenever I'm catching the ball at the backfield, you see me. But you know, as a running back, I feel like when Whenever you understand the scheme, like how things are being blocked, you can use that to your advantage. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, depending on the defense, you know, linebackers actually are trying to mirror you. So if they can't see you, it mm-hmm. makes them hard to make Ooh. an accurate read, you know? So. Yeah. Hey, Boston, at what point, like when you're going through junior high and high school and then college and then to make it to the NFL, did you realize this isn't a disadvantage for me? Like, I can use this I'm, and I'm good enough. I have enough other skills that my size is not going to be a disadvantage. In fact, it might serve as an advantage. Like, how old were you when you realized? I'm pretty damn good, and I'm going to be able to make it to the next level and then the next level. I think it was more, I think, honestly, back in middle school uh, really? is when young. I found out that I was a, a, a really hard worker, you know, because uh, 
I was kind of that kid that just got pushed to the side. Like I wasn't, I was never the most athletic kid on my team, you know. So, you know, uh, I was a good kid or whatever, and they just wanted to put me in a place where I may or may not make an impact on the game. So I was an offensive and defensive lineman in middle school. But like my seventh grade year, I actually ended up like having a really good season and like leading the team in sacks. You know, I, I'm, I can't go through you, but I can go in between your legs. You know what I'm saying? I can bite your ankles. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, like, so, yeah. Yeah, well, but I just you, who who who, was, who inspired you when you were coming up? Was was there an athlete of of your stature who you said that dude? He, if he can do it, I can do it. It was Muggsy yeah. Bogues, was it? it was yeah. Mug- or Spud Webb? <laughs> no, Gary <laughs> Sanders. Yes, actually. <laughs> Every time I went to my dad's house, he would, uh, like, before he talked to me, before, I mean, he would look at me, but before he talked to me, like, he would sit me down on YouTube and make me watch Barry Sanders highlights. Oh, my gosh. But uh, outside of that, most definitely Darren Sproles. Okay. Watching him do his thing. Were you the best player on your high school team? Uh, my senior year. <laughs> before that, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who was better than you? Like, um, so my junior year, uh, there were two guys that were really supposed to go, like, be because I think um, I think I might be the first in my school's history to go to the league. In a, okay. I don't know for sure, but yeah, I'm like one of the only ones out. Out, and so uh, those two guys that went before me, uh, they were supposed to be the next big thing, and uh, it didn't really work out for them. But yeah, so they they actually ended up going down with some injuries and I got some opportunities and kind of it's, it's took it and ran with it. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, crazy. I mean, you can have the talent and all that stuff, but also you have people in your life who supported you. Mm-hmm. Big Brothers Big Sisters is about that, about mm-hmm. getting you have siblings, you have people who gave you good advice, obviously. You talk about, you know, parents that did a good job by you. Uh, but uh, speak to what the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters organization means to you and, and your association with it. Yeah, I think whenever you whenever you talk about, you know, what what's most important for for just the state of humanity is like our art our younger generations, you know what I mean? And so they're going to be the ones that are taking care of us one day. So it like the things that we learn, the experiences that we go through, they they don't mean anything if we don't pass them down, you know yeah. what I mean? So I really think it's important to, to always look to impart wisdom, the things that you've gone through, the mistakes that you've made, you know, the good things that you've experienced, like to impart that wisdom to, to the younger generation so that they can, they can learn, you know, they can, it can inspire them. But I just really think that it's, it, that, that, that template is necessary in order for us to continue to progress in just, a positive direction. Just to know someone cares. Just yeah. to know that someone is, is is really concerned about your well-being and helping you along. It makes all the difference in right. the world. How uh, important was um, football in as far as having structure in your life? I think it was really important, man. Like, uh... I would say I, I thank my parents because, you know, football wasn't my only, you know, all my eggs weren't in one basket. Okay. Obviously, you know, I was very short, so I wasn't putting all my eggs in that, in that basket. But, you know, they, they just encouraged me to, like, do as much as I could, you know what I mean? Do as many things as I could, uh, be involved in as many things as I could. But, yeah, I mean, football definitely, uh, that structure, that routine, you know, a lot of the great players that I've heard from, you know, because I was in New Orleans with, like, Drew Brees and I've been around Darren Sproles and I've been around Jason Kelsey and those guys, you know, we, we've heard about Steph Curry, you know, from uh, Steve Kerr and like those guys all had structure and routines in their life and that's what led them to be great at what they do. Does your brother still let you know that he's a better athlete than you? 
<laughs> no, nah, I let him know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see him play that game. So who are you playing for? <laughs> I was watching the uh, 49ers game yesterday, and they, yeah. they were chatting about um, how the 49ers got off to a five and five and zero start, mm. and then had lost three straight. And I guess at one point, uh, their, their head coach said that he felt that they were pretty good, and then they lost three in a row at, right mm. after that. And um, the Eagles are eight and one, and I don't want you to say that you feel like you're pretty good, but we feel like you guys are pretty good, and we're pretty damn excited about where things are going. By the way, uh, Eagles and Sixers, both 8-1. and one. How about what? that? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Tyrese went off, bro. Maxi went off. That's hey, pretty amazing. Are you, my guy. Are you friends with uh, with Tyrese? Nah, but I, I've heard about his story, and, I, and you know, it's pretty similar, like how we've how we've kind of gotten to where we are now. He so. was here one or two years ago. Was it two years ago? Two case? years yeah. ago, yeah. And what a likable, awesome person that guy is. You know, he works yeah. nonstop. He's like the first one in the gym. Like, he takes it really seriously, but he's also just a, a pleasure to be around. That's what I've heard, man. I would, I would love to sit down and talk any, to him. Any desires, perhaps, to maybe become the, the center of the 76ers, Mark? <laughs> I mean, since you've defined... Hey, look, I'm going to tell you this. Joel Embiid, I, I haven't talked to him, but I'm just like, hey, bro, stay, stay over there. Like, that's just that's too stark of a contrast. Boss, it's not good. Nick mentioned saying something and, and stuff going sour. Do you have any um, uh, superstitions or anything about uh, sports? And, you know, if, if if I say this, I better not say that because something might happen, you know, or anything along those lines? I think it's definitely important to be smart about you know, what you talk about. You know what I mean? Uh, but, I mean, honestly, all the guys in that locker room, man, they we all approach things the same way. It's just taking it, you know, being in the present. Uh, we obviously have our goals, but we're showing up every day and just going to work and being better than we were yesterday. You know? Do, you, do you know, it's funny because we talk about this all the time about, you know, and President was talking about with the, with the Phils and, and uh, you know, this we can sense that this team, your team, is invested in the community. It, like, mm. really loves the fan base. And, and does it resonate? I, I assume it does how much that means to the people here and the people who follow you and, and you know, and, and come out for you all the time does it is it sometimes overwhelming or how do you process all that no nah, i mean you know i've always kind of i've always kind of you know viewed myself personally uh as as an underdog you know and that's kind of the the mo that as far as like philly the community of philly philly fans like nobody nobody really likes philly fans but you know <laughs> i hear it all the time they don't mm-hmm. care you know what i mean yeah, I, yeah. I feel i felt the same way you know throughout my career you know what i mean like you can feel however you want about me but I, I believe in myself I know what I'm capable of and I feel like that's that's how Philly is and that's that's what I really respect about the city they ride for their players you know they're gonna let you know whenever you're doing well they let you know whenever you're not doing so well but <laughs> at the end of the day they they gonna love you they're gonna rock with you so uh in one week from today you guys will um start the the next half of your season are you excited about heading to Kansas City and maybe seeing Taylor Swift <laughs> 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 Uh, I was good, Case. <laughs> I don't think my first thought whenever I stepped no? off the plane is going to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. The first thing we're going to find. Not a Swifty? No, I'm sure you guys had this this game circled on your calendar from the very, very beginning of the year. So I mean, it's, it's the next game, bro. Mm-hmm. It's next the next game. game. Uh, it's the most important game because it's the next game. Okay. You know what I mean? We, we try not to. We don't, we don't forget the things that we've gone through, but we definitely don't try and 
you know, stay there. You know that 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 that's where you can get tripped up. You know what I mean? So and every year's a new year. Demi Lovato, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the bye week though, and then playing on Monday, how does the schedule change in between for you guys? Oh, uh, it just adds a day into the schedule. That's, okay. that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So when the team got word that uh, Jason Kelly was one of the sexiest men alive, <clears throat> how did that work its way around yeah. the hallways of the Eagles? Is <laughs> <laughs> that fun? Uh, I mean, uh, hey, shout out to my guy. Look, yeah. I ain't going. Hey, I ain't mad at it, bro. Hey, look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's who's uh, speaking of the fashion event? Who's the best dressed on the team? Mm. Uh, I would have to say James Bradbury puts in a lot of time. He puts in a lot of work. He grinds. Like, yeah. He really grinds to make sure that he has, like, the right fit. You know what I mean? Does, like, he, does he walk in and walk out? Trust really well. Like, did he come to? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's got the whole nine. Like he's he's about it. Post game shower. He's taking that seriously, and he knows that he's going to walk out of the locker room, and he wants to look good when he's leaving the game at the end of the night. If he had, if we have a night game, he gets there and he has shades on. And it's, it's, the sun's out. When it's nighttime, he can't see anything. He's still going to have the shades on. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Marcus, who all is going to be uh, walking in the in the show tonight? Uh, we got a great lineup of guys, and I will say the first person. Person that reached out to like most of the players I reached out to each of the players but James Bradbury reached out to me <laughs> I, I, I did not reach out to James Bradbury we had dinner and I was I, I understood he was very serious about his fashion uh-huh. uh, but we have we have James Bradbury we have my man Boston Scott DeAndre Swift uh, uh, Darius Slay is also someone who Ooh. takes his fashion very seriously um, Joshua sure. Job, who's a former little in our program uh, Hassan Ready. He's not walking, but he's going to participate in the show. And then the the the, uh, the alumni players. We have Brian Westbrook, who always already called me this morning. He, he wants to know what color shoes should he wear with his suit. <laughs> uh, and then we also have oh, here's another guy who loves to dress. I don't know if you know this, Boston, but Vinny Curry is one oh, of yeah, the best oh, yeah. dressed oh, big yeah. men or men. Yeah. Period. You're going to see. Sure. He's walking in the show as well for sure. Nice. Yeah. Have you had a chance to see Boston do his strut yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Boston did a strut in the back. Let me tell you, like, you want to come to this event tonight. It's starting at five thirty. Boston Scott has a walk that is unforgettable. I can, can promise you that. Can we get a tease? Can we know? Exclusive content. Yeah, yeah. Exclusive content. I saw it. At first, I thought well, I understand. I, that. I saw him doing it backstage, and at first, I thought you were doing that thing uh, where people like slot. All right. So, um, did you watch any football yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Did you, you see the Am- Amonra did it, and then some dude from like Texas A and M. Yeah. I can't figure that out. That was pretty impressive. I can't figure it out. Pretty impressive. I watch it in slow motion. I'm like, oh, where it looks like they're they're not touching the ground? Yes. Yeah. I I showed you that video a couple weeks ago. But but these people are doing it on grass in cleats. Yeah. Which is even crazier. Yeah, you got to practice it. Yeah. Are you going to do one when you score? I was singing in my head, baby. I was singing in my head. I don't know if I can do the dance. Wow. All right. And by the way, the event uh, tonight, if people do want to get last-minute tickets, how do they go about doing that? Yes, if you want to get tickets, and the tickets are going fast. I I, I mean that if if you're trying to get to this event, it's going to be a star-studded event as well. We have a couple Sixers coming. We have uh, some daughters of some really famous boxers coming. Um, But you can go to www.fashiontouchdown.org. That's fashiontouchdown.org and get your tickets. Nice. the event. It's the the full return. People love this event, and so we we give you all the the applause because I know it's a lot of hard 
hard work, Marcus, and, and Boston. It's going to be great. You're going to be there as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I just don't, just want to thank Boston. Like, Boston has been so professional about this. Like, he's followed up with me every week talking about, like, how can I be helpful? He showed up this morning. He has a very packed schedule this morning, and he chose to be here because Boston understands that the reason we're doing this event is because there are kids here in Philadelphia and surrounding counties who need mentors. They need caring, compassionate adults. And I think that's where Boston and I connected when we talked about this in the back in terms of knowing that you need that person in your life to give you guidance and direction. And that's what we're trying to do tonight. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Boston, good luck. Enjoy your week off. And um, I, I hope you're not nervous when you meet Taylor in uh, Kansas City. <laughs> But no, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to come down here and support our event as well. It means a lot to us. Thank you. Let's hear for Boston Scott and Marcus Allen, guys. All right. And with that, I think we'll take a break. Yes. I think we'll take a break and come back in just a moment because we got more of the Camp Out for Hunger right here for you to participate in next to the Wells Fargo Center in South Philadelphia. We'll be right back in a second. Stay with us. the Preston and Steve show live every morning during Camp Out for Hunger. Watch guests compete on the can drop. See the crazy signs our audience makes to get into the privilege section. And tear up with us over the generous donations from one pound to one ton. Visit WMMR.com slash campout for a link to the live stream powered by our friends at Newman University. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. This is day number one, our Camp Out for Hunger, right here next to Xfinity Live in South Philadelphia for our 26th year of doing this event. That's our live band Chico's vibe this morning. It's a Monday tradition that Chico's is here, and they never, ever, ever let us down. And uh, Kyle Mack got up and sang with us during the commercial break, and uh, his band's going to be playing tonight at Food Trucks and Fireworks FM Band. They start at 6 o'clock outside. Uh, The trucks will start setting up and getting the food rolling around 5, and then the uh, drone show at 7.30, Celebration Fireworks at 8 o'clock, and it's all brought to you by 5 Below, so we're stoked about that. Uh, We're going to take another look, our final look at traffic actually. Kath, what's going on? Well, first we want to thank Light Action Productions, IMS Technology Services, Skelly Amusements, NRG, Shapiro Fire Protection, Broadcasters General Store, Lex Electric Company, and UPS Rental powered by Shore Power. All of those people helping make the camp out happen again this year. We've got this closure on the White Horse Pike. It's been in place all morning eastbound between 41 and 295. It's emergency construction with electrical repairs. 295 southbound. Jams Warwick Road to 42. An accident just cleared from there. 55 northbound. Slowing Deptford to the 42 freeway. A crash partially blocking the off-ramp. 422 eastbound. The off-ramp to Route 23 partially blocked. Spookle Expressway westbound is slowing Bear Avenue to South Street. Uh, and then it's jammed from the Blue Route out to 202 where we've got an accident. Eastbound side slowing 202 into Gulf Mills. 95 northbound heavy. The Betsy Ross Bridge to Cotman. Southbound Academy to Cotman. Uh, and then 
then once you get to the Vine westbound, that slow eights abroad, the Ben Franklin Parkway to the school. Park. All right, we have to move on. Okay, this traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Shop best of season produce at Whole Foods Market. Get organic sweet potatoes for $1.79 per pound with Prime through November 14th. While supplies last, shop in store or online. Terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thank you, Kathy. Final traffic there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this hour is sponsored by friends at Duncan. And, of course, the President's Steve Show runs on Duncan. Got a great donation from them just a little while ago. I don't know if you noticed this, but there's an eagle riding a turkey that's in the back of the... Is there? Yes, right there. Oh, sensational. You never know what you'll see in the tent here. Uh, Steve, I think we have to... I think this will be our last chance to do this, but I know the newly married couples enjoyed sitting in the privileged section. Yes. But I think it's time to find someone else to take well, their place. it's time for them to go off and have children. So, Mr. and Mrs. Goen, do what you need to do. Yes. Uh, and multiply. Kathy, you want to choose our next couple that get to be in the privilege section? Ooh. Who's interested? Hey, sure. You have to visually um, seduce Kathy. Mm-hmm. I need like a little dance. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the little kid who's standing up. Uh, the little kid who's standing I, up. I, I have to. Yes. And I, I guess whoever. Well, who are you? Is that your dad that you're with? That, and your mom. Oh, no. Uh, that's the man who abducted Can we him. get... He, is it Marissa said it's okay, I think maybe she said? Okay, come on up. Hang on a second. What's your name, bud? What's your name? Dylan. Dylan. Nice come. to see you, buddy. Come on. All right. <laughs> Dylan, is it, is it going to be mom or dad oh, that joins no. you? Oh, boy. Who's your favorite? Dylan, who was the last person who reprimanded you? <laughs> Can I choose both? It's their anniversary. Oh, oh no. Dylan. Oh, oh Dylan. wow. Just another chair up there. They can, we'll, we'll fit them. Wait, yeah. a, wait a second. Dylan, are you the one that texted in and said it's my parents' 19-year wedding anniversary? Oh, oh yeah. I just saw that. Nice. Alright. Alright, well, will you sit on one of their laps or what do you want to do? Well, it's their anniversary. She should sit on, on, on her yeah. husband's lap. And, yeah. then, and then Dylan can get his own chair. Alright, mom and dad, come down oh, here. We'll make yeah. it work. Dylan, what a fine young lad. We'll oh, make it work. So cute. Alright. Dylan's getting high fives as he makes his way back and uh, all Mom, set to go. So, Mom and Dad, I think that warrants an increase in the allowance for that. Yeah. <laughs> Pensbury. Oh, we'll go to Pensbury. Oh, perfect. Look at that. He's wearing a Pensbury shirt. That's perfect. All right. So they're, they're going to find a way to squeeze in there. Uh, apparently, we're bringing out to him now a special from the Philadelphia 76ers, a courtside chair to sit oh. in. And those are really comfortable, by the way. All right. So he wants his... Dylan, you can... Well, whatever you there want. There we go. Perfect. There you go. Right between mom and dad. There we go. Right. M. Night Shyamalan sits in that chair, so you're all good. Uh, by the way, uh, it's brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia, the sponsor of our privilege section. Mm. We love those guys. Privilege. Not uh, everyone hey. can sit in the courtside chair. Mm. Uh, speaking of that courtside chair that we received from the Sixers, there's a little building next door yes. that houses those fellas <laughs> and all the people that work there. And we actually have the general manager of the Wells Fargo Center with us here. It's Mike Sulks is yeah. joining us. Hey. All right, Mike. Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. I've already destroyed a few names. Is it Sulks or Sulks? Sulkies? Neither. <laughs> 
Oh, for two. What is it? Sulkus. Sulkus. <laughs> Why, of course. It's a tough one. It's okay. Yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Wonderful. I would like to commend you. I can see it from uh, just where we are outside of the tent. Uh, the improvement work that's being done on the exterior. Now, the interior of the Wells Fargo Center, you guys have been working on for years and have done dramatic improvements. But the outside is getting this real refresh. Yeah, so we started in 2016, kind of started on the inside, worked our way out. If you've been you know, to the Wells Fargo Center recently, you've obviously noticed the differences inside. Now we're working on kind of the icing on the cake. You can see the exterior is getting a brand new paint job, LED screens, color-changing lights. It's going to look and feel like a whole new arena from the time that you pull in. It's so awesome. a very exciting time. Yeah, when we were we, we were just there recently, and um, all the stuff inside is a mind-blower. I mean, there is a... Listen, it's always been great, but now there's so much more to do. The the open-air nature of it, with the multitude of things going on, I mean, it, it's, it's just fantastic. But of course, now visually, uh, that's pretty badass. What you got have going on outside? Yeah, listen. I mean, you could you can redo your restroom and all that, but like it doesn't feel like a new arena unless no. you do the exterior. So yeah. we're really excited to get this finished up, and sometime early in the new year, it'll be finished up, and uh, we're excited to have a brand new arena over there at the Wells Fargo Center. Excellent. What are some events you want to highlight that are on the way? Well, obviously Thursday, WMR presents Tool. We're so fired yeah, up, man. completely yeah. sold out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, full week of events here. Two Sixers games tomorrow, Wednesday. Flyers this weekend, which you already hit on with Jonesy and Blair. So we have a you know typical full slate of events here at the Wells Fargo Center. We're excited. Thank and you it, for letting us use your parking lot to set up our fireworks display <laughs> tonight, by the way. Because that's when when celebrate. I, I didn't get to make it two years ago because I was sick. But last year when I went and I saw that that entire VIP lot yes. is pretty much blocked off and covered by fireworks. I'm like, okay, they really let us have that. Yeah, well, the first year I saw it, I saw a big one. I was like, I don't know. I was expecting that big of a show, yeah, but it was. No. It's been great. We're, we're so happy you guys come down here and do this with us every year. I think it's been about 10 years now. We're, we're so proud to, to host you guys for such a great cause. No, there's a ton of cooperation and all the people that work for your, your, uh, your organization. And I mean, for all this, I mean, anyone who comes down here can see it's, it's a, a borderline military operation. There's so many moving parts, but couldn't do it without you guys signing off on something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Come with us with the crazy ideas. We like saying yes. Oh, we love that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will be at the tool show on, on Thursday night. It's my first time ever. Uh, but the second time I'm going to see this next artist, Mariah Carey, is going to be doing her Christmas show here in December. Is that show sold out just yet? Not quite sold out. Selling really well, though. That's obviously going to be a special one, right? We have something for everyone with the holidays between Mariah, we have Disney on Ice, whatever you want to come to, TSO, which I think is a really cool story. Oh, yeah. 80s heavy metal band turning themselves into a annual Christmas act. I mean, yeah. that's an unbelievable yeah. story what TSO is. So a lot we have people, something for everyone around the holidays. A lot of people don't know that Mariah started and she was in Tool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, how, that's, uh, that's how versatile she is. Yeah, that's how versatile. Her range. That, that four-octave range really yeah. comes in handy. Her actual, her real name is Maynard James Carey. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when is the... Uh, let, you want to let them one marinate for a second? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all okay. good. All right. Uh, when's the uh, Big Five tournament? Oh, Big Five, yeah. So we're really excited. Big Five triple header, December 2nd, Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. It'll be the first time all six schools are playing under one roof. So one ticket for all three games. They start at $45. The Big Five is so special, so special to Philadelphia. It's been going on since 1955. Wow. It's so unique to this town. And we're just going to try to help you know, revive it a little bit, give it some new energy. All six school fan bases can be under one roof for one event. We think it's going to be a pretty special day at so the Wells Fargo Center. With the enormity of what goes on over there, and this is scheduled, which is, you know, 
know, year-round, do, do you yourself get the chance to enjoy anything going on there? Or is it always work? Or if you try to enjoy something, is that inner dialogue always going about what you need to do? I've had some pretty special moments over there. Right. I think uh, you know, seeing Nick actually remind me of one, the, uh, the Pearl Jam 10 show oh. there a number of years ago. It was one of those moments that reminds you of why we do what we do. And, you know, seeing people come together and seeing people enjoy something that special. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a yeah. lot of hours. Yeah. But I do have some moments where you realize how special it is what we do. The same thing you guys do is bring people together through music and art and sports. No, absolutely. It's, 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 it's great. Guys do on top of it, too. Like last year during the Flyers season, there was a 10 night with Pearl Jam where you brought the banner down. Yep. And uh, people that were attending the Flyers game that night uh, got to take a picture with the 10 banner, which was really cool. Um, and uh, I was going to ask you something else, but I totally forget what it was. What do you like to eat? Yeah. yeah what food do you like to eat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Tinseltown's coming up. Tinseltown, Tinseltown, yeah. We're very proud of Tinseltown. Tinseltown. So a little backstory on Tinseltown. It actually started right here in this parking lot during the pandemic. Uh, we were looking for something to do, quite frankly. Yeah. And we basically put this Christmas light show together with scotch tape and, and some hard work. And 80,000 people showed up in December wow. of 2020. And it made us realize a few things. One, we had something special with the event itself. And two, live events weren't going anywhere. And if you remember December 2020, there was a lot of question of what music and what sports would look like coming out of the pandemic. And doing that event proved to us that like we're going to come back stronger than ever. So this year's the fourth basically iteration of Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular. We're moving it to FDR Park right across the street. It opens this Friday, November 17th. Check out our website, hol- uh, tinseltownholiday.com. I know Kathy's been a few times. We had it up at Oaks. I'm very excited. This, yes. will, be my, this will be my first time. I'm very Yeah, excited. so it's a, it's a beautiful light show. We have stuff for everybody. You can get your photo with Santa. There's a lodge with food and drink. We have ice skating. There's an ice slide. So no matter who you are, there's something for you at Tinseltown. Uh, it's a very exciting event. Like I said, it opens Friday and goes all the way through the new year, January 1st. You're tapping into my holiday activities, but um, <laughs> there's some new stuff that they're able to do with this over uh, at FDR Park that's really cool. Like I, For me, Oaks was good. Like that, that was close to me. You know, Now I have to come into the city, but the stuff that you guys are able to do because it's here, it's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be in a park first off instead of a parking lot, which I think is going to make it really special. And you mentioned coming into the city. Press I heard you talking about why you guys moved Camp Out for Hunger here. Same reason for Tinseltown. It's the most accessible area in the entire city. We want this event to be for everybody in the Delaware Valley. Uh, come check it out. Parking is going to be right across the street. So even though we're in the city, plenty of parking, only $12. So please come out and check out Tinseltown. Excellent. Nice. Opens on Friday night. Thank you so much, Mike. We Thank appreciate you guys. being Thank a part of everything you do. Yes. Appreciate it. Mike Silk is Yay. the general manager of the Wells Fargo Center, the big joint gang. All right. Uh, we're doing the bizarre file, right? All right. Let's hit it, Jason. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by, yeah, thank you. Brought to you by uh, (laughs) Chunky Sex Hunger, proud sponsor of Camp Out for Hunger. You can team up with Chunky and this year's Soup Squad to help sack hunger in our community. That was my nickname in high school. Chunky Sex Hunger. A group of fact finders in Ohio have declined to return an indictment. It's a pretty horrible story to start with, but they are not going to indict a 55-year-old man who was accused of killing his longtime girlfriend by sitting on her head. Wow. What? And breaking her neck. Oh, my God. This is kind of funny. No. So, so what, um... 
He's a very large guy. So how large? Uh, hundreds of pounds. I don't know, Steve. He's, he's big. A grand jury chose to ignore a murder charge for James Toothman a day after he was arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the slaying of 65-year-old Jenny Russell. Despite the grand jury's reluctance to bring the charge against him, uh, by the way, Toothman is legally blind, the prosecutor's office said that they are not through with the case. Officers and firefighters have responded to a call of an unresponsive woman at an apartment. Once their first responders found Russell face down on a couch in the living room, she died at the hospital. Officers said that while at the home, they overheard Toothman make an unsolicited comment about Russell's death being his fault because he, quote, sat on her head. A nurse at the hospital where Russell was taken also told police she heard him say that he sat on her. An investigator reportedly told detectives the victim appeared to have a broken neck. Police alleged Toothman purposely killed her. Uh, Toothman and Russell have a history of domestic violence, each having been arrested multiple times over incidents involving each other. So did he indicate that his intent was to murder her by sitting on her head? No. Oh. Uh, Toothman was charged with domestic violence, assault uh, in 2018, 19, and 2021 against her. Those charges were dropped due to the lack of cooperation from her. And as uh, recently as March 8th, police responded to their home and found Toothman with wounds on his chest and his head. And he had stated that she struck him over the head and stabbed him with unknown objects. She was arrested and charged with domestic violence in that case as well. So these two were obviously... It's possible they weren't meant to be. I think so, but they did not... Uh, they did not indict this guy. Did they go? They don't go into depth as to why. No, this is just what the jury found. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, but I've never heard of someone killing someone by sitting on their head before. But we wow. have now. All right. Here's a lighter story. A St. Louis County prosecutor says that uh, two men are facing charges after they tried to dig up one of their grandmother's remains from an area cemetery. What's wrong with that? Isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, I want to see gum gum. Uh, Jamie Allen and Zabulin Nash. By the way, are both 73 years. Old. Wow. It's not like they're digging up fresh grandma. They should know better. Uh, they were each charged Thursday with a, attempting to destroy or deface cemetery property. Police said an, invest, an officer responded to the cemetery for a report of property damage and found the two men actively trying to exhume a gravesite. According to police, Allen was throwing dirt from the grave and Nash was nearby covered in dirt and talking on a cell phone. Leave me alone. I'm just trying to dig up grandma. Uh, Nash allegedly told police he was trying to recover his grandmother's remains to relocate Kate her, and Alan was helping him. What, did she become complaining? He said they had been digging up the grave for the past few days. Wow. Uh, but neither of the men had permission to retrieve the corpse from the cemetery. So, And both were in their 70s. They are facing charges. Yep. Uh, this is a story from, a little while, uh, uh, from um, Halloween, so it's a couple weeks old, but an intoxicated man who was wearing a Bigfoot costume scared a group of trick-or-treaters in Rhode Island, and allegedly it happened in uh, Barrington. It's a small town on Halloween night. A resident called police around 6.30 p.m. after, quote, an intoxicated man wearing a Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot costume joined in with a group of adults and children. <laughs> he just kind of wandered in. I'm Bigfoot. Drunk Bigfoot. I'm Bigfoot. You little bastards. Uh, the group did- Look at the size of my friggin' feet. The group did not know the man and felt uncomfortable with him there. I love kids. Officers went to the scene and talked to members of the group. Police then called EMTs who also responded to the scene. I'm a scasker. Remember, watch. Uh, the EMTs 
transported the man wearing the Bigfoot costume to a hospital. I would love and to see that. I don't know anything more about him. Not a podiatrist? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they took him to a podiatrist. Maybe they have one on staff at the hospital. All right, uh, Jason, I don't know why I can't see the intro and how much time I have left, but... No, you're, you're five minutes in, so you got like three minutes left. Okay, all right, very good. Thank you, Casey. All right, one last story, and then we'll wrap it up. A lion prowling freely through the streets of a town near Rome caused terror among residents after escaping from the circus. Uh, footage shared the lion on social media, showing him roaming around the streets of a small town, which has a population of just over 40,000 people. Residents were ordered to stay inside their homes as authorities tried to find the beast. One clip showed the uh, animal walking nonchalantly past their cars. Lights from emergency vehicles flash in the background. And another, the lion walks down the street at night, glances towards the person who is filming him from inside their home. And the mayor of the town, Alessandro Gando, hey, how you uh, doing, Alessandro? Uh, said on social media that local police had been helping staff from the circus search for the animal. Uh, the animal had eventually been traced down an hours after chasing him. Uh, they managed to sedate him around 10 o'clock in the evening. And now they're trying to figure out what to do uh, as far as uh, trying to keep that from happening again. <laughs> Let's not our li- yeah. let our lions Let's loose. look into that if we can. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File. For yes. You. Right. Yes. We don't applaud as much in the studio when you finish the Bizarre File. No. Chico's vibe, you guys over there? You know what, Chico, can I get that song I asked you to play earlier, the uh, the three shrimp? Could we do that? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so so Chico's vibe, they play this, and this is this predates our days at MMR. Yeah. But there, there's an old school jingle that used to run on MMR, and Chico's vibe play it from time to time. Oh, really? So it's short. I figured we'd get this live on the air real quick. I'd love to hear it, yeah. And then we take a break after that. So you guys want to give it a shot? Pierre might be the only one on the That's perfect, yeah. We'll play it for Pierre. I saw two fish in a water. One was old and gray. I swam a little bit closer. And I heard the young one say, I like WMMR Philadelphia. I like WMMR Radio. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. And Isn't that great? Yeah. Three shrimp? <laughs> And they have planned a special song for when Pierre Robert uh, gets here. We have, we have an intro music for Pierre. Specifically for Pierre. Very much looking forward to hearing and that. And I'm sure it's going to rock his world. Absolutely. All right, with that, let's take a break. John, strike up the band. We'll come back in just a moment. we got another segment. We're going to do uh, Lesson Question, Trash, Music News. It's a camp out for hunger at MMR. Come and join us, why don't you? I'll be right back. Got campout questions? Get campout answers at WMMR.com slash campout. Hours, directions, parking, and more all in one place. WMMR.com slash campout. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. 93.3 WMMR. I gotta let the band play a little bit. It's the Camp Out for Hunger. Chico's Vibe. The band providing the live music here in the tent. They have the energy high while we're in commercial breaks. I love it, man. You gotta love those horns. Yes, fat sound, obviously, from these guys. Chico's Vibe. Find them, locate them, go see them, support them. They've been coming here and doing this for free every single year at the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, Yeah. And they're kind of our our Monday good luck charm, and they haven't uh, led us astray yet. All right, so we, uh, I think we did our last traffic. We're done with that, right, Kath? Yes. Okay, so we can move on to the lesson question. And let me see, what do we have that we are going to give away today as a prize? A uh, pair of tickets at O2C, Burt Kreischer. Uh. Wednesday, November 29th at the Wells Fargo Center. A stone's throw from where we are right here. So, the question that we will pose to you is this. And a lot of times we go till earlier in the morning to do it, and now we're going to do a late one. What was Mariah Carey's first band? 215-263 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Alright, so call now. You got to call. What was Mariah Carey? You got to call, dude. What was Mariah Carey's first band? Call! 215-263 WMMR. While you call, we'll do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Horizon Services. The holiday season means plenty of plumbing problems and Horizon Services has you covered with 20% of all plumbing repairs. Plus, Horizon's pros offer peace of mind with same-day plumbing services. Visit horizonservices.com. What's up, Steve? Well, a screaming match broke out between the Real Housewives of Miami stars Alexia Napola and Adriana DeMora after landing in Miami last week. Spectators had originally assumed the two surgically modified women were actually fighting ducks. So there you go. And Melissa River. Melissa Rivers appearing at BravoCon last week revealed that her boyfriend, Steve Mitchell, asked her 25-year-old son, Cooper, for permission to marry her. That was sweet. Cooper was apparently deeply touched by the gesture and gave his permission with the caveat, no anal. And finally, Katy Perry hosted the Dolce & Gabbana event at Macy's in Herald Square and reportedly wowed the crowd in a near see-through dress. Said New York City Mayor Eric Adams, quote, I could totally see her vagina. Wow. <laughs> your Hollywood trash. I will see if someone does indeed know the answer to this. And if for some reason you're in this, the tent here, yes. we'll have you walk up to the microphone. But I have to go to the phone call. We've got to give everybody a fair shot at it. So we need to know what Mariah Carey's first band was, and I will go to Ed on the phone. Ed! Alright. Ed's here. Yes. I'm going to put him on hold. We can tell because you get feedback immediately when you answer the phone. Ed, come up here, as I said. Marissa's going to guide you to the microphone. This was a, uh, yeah. Yes. This is a spoon-fed question here, but Ed, what was Mariah Carey's first band? Tool? Yes, Ed! That's correct. Ed, you get to go see Burt Kreischer, my man. Yeah. How about that? Sounds great. Congratulations, bud. Marissa will uh, make sure we get your proper information. 
And uh, we will give you those tickets, by the way. The Tops Off World Tour is Wednesday, November 29th at the Wells Fargo Center. Some tickets remain via Wells Fargo Center, philly.com. All right, now we can get to music news. Let's go ahead. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. To you by the American Red Cross, proud supporter of our Camp Out for Hunger, make a difference in the lives of others. Give blood through the American Red Cross to help hospital patients. Visit redcross.org or call 1 800 Red Cross. Because who are you going to call? <laughs> yes. Oh, the Ghostbusters just entered the uh, entered our tent. Hey, guys. Nice to see you. Yeah, you're too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They call the, the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters and the In Control. Uh, literally, uh, four, the four Ghostbusters. Hey, they started around. messing with my boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's not legal. All right. I have some stories here. We're going to start with this. The fact that my man, Getty Lee, is kicking off his My Effing Life in Conversation Tour tonight. He'll be at the Beacon Theater in New York. And on Wednesday, he'll be at the Met here in wow. Philadelphia. Wow. Yeah, the 14-date tour will promote Lee's new memoir, My Effing Life, which comes out uh, tomorrow, by the way. Um, Getty will not be performing during the appearances, but he will instead discuss the book with special guest interviewers, read portions of it, and take questions from the audience. Uh, he said, I want to talk to the fans. I want to hear what their questions are. I want to answer their questions, and I want to have a connection to them on a more singular level, so I hope that can work out. He's a busy man. We tried to reach out to him. He also said that he fully supports people starving to death. Uh, no, he didn't say that. I would think, I would hope that with, with our, our vast audience, that somebody has a connection to Getty Lee and can let him know what we are doing Preston, here at Camp Out for Hunger. Mama Lee sitting right back what? there. Mama Lee! Mama Lee! Uh, no, she passed away yes, a little while ago, I believe. Which is what makes it so chilling, which and is, that's why the Ghostbusters are <laughs> here. That's why the Ghostbusters are here. But if, if, you, if you have, uh, he has an Instagram account, which is at Getty Images, which is a great name. Yes. G-E-D-D-Y. Of Getty Images. Yeah. Images. Uh, send a little message to him and let him know that we're down here, and, uh, and we would love to have him come by for send, the Camp Out for Hunger. Tell them that there is a sick boy down here. Tell him uh, who got his uh, hand cut with an eggshell during a stunt this Ooh. morning. Nick Mac. I want to try to lure him down with baseball stuff. You can do that, too. Ah. Uh, So, Getty will accompany My F in Life with an audio book that will include two lost demos from his 2000 solo album, My Favorite Headache. After My F in Life, he's planning other books, including one about his great passion, baseball. And he also plans on making some new music, possibly with Alex Lifeson. Do you know what else he likes, Kathy? Activities. Yeah, he does. Uh, Preston, of the three... Members of Rush, you know, obviously when, when uh, Neil was alive, uh, who do you think you would hang out with best? Who do you think would be the best oh. match for you? Because this is a band that's been so prominent in your life. Probably Alex. Alex seems to be uh, the, the goofiest of the, the three. Goofy. Yeah. Uh, and, and Getty has a great sense of humor, too, but he can also have this really serious side to him. Neil was just an odd, interesting, yeah. wonderful person, yeah, yeah. but but I, I doubt that he and Ever? I would have. So he's, he's, he's too serious. Was too smart. I yeah. would have guessed you would have said Alex because you see, uh, we ever see him in um, in interviews or yeah. uh, at awards. He's always having a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. Yep. As a and matter of fact, I think if Alex were to see you sparking up a joint, 
he probably would have so, given you a thumbs yeah. up. Unlike Neil Peart. Gave me the death stare. Uh-huh. Gave me the death stare. I mean, I was like 15 at the time. Alex would have said, toke up, little one. That's right. That's what kind of guy he is. Uh, in addition to the tour in the book, uh, Getty is launching a four-part docuseries called Getty Lee Asks, Are Bass Players Human Too? Which premieres December 5th on Paramount+. Plus, and episodes will have Les Claypool of uh, Primus, uh, Nirvana's Chris Novoselic, Metallica's Robert Trujillo, and Melissa Oftimar of Hole and Smashing Pumpkins. David Lee Roth released another song with John Five. It's called High Fashion Girl. Uh, like its predecessors, the song appears exclusively on YouTube and features Roth on vocals and John Five on acoustic guitar. It was recorded during a 2007 recording session where five of the songs were released as part of the Roth Project in 2020, but the others uh, have been dropped sporadically over the past couple, uh, two years. Uh, this is the 12th song he's released in the past two years. Uh, Megadeth announced new dates of their Crush the World Tour 2024. Uh, they're going to be hitting shows in Latin America, 10 shows. Uh, Lima, Peru in April. Uh, they'll also make stops in uh, Chile, uh, Uruguay, Argentina, Brazil, and Mexico as well. Dave Mustaine said, I always get excited because there's something truly different about South America. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, they come by it naturally, he said. And then one final thing, the Black Crows have dropped another unreleased studio recording of one of their hit songs called Miserable. Uh, it's one I'm of friggin miserable. One of the 14 never-before-released recordings from their upcoming box set, uh, The Southern Harmony and Musical Companions. Great album, by the way. Uh, comes out on December 15th. The album, which was named after a post-Civil War Southern hymnal, was originally released in 1992 and charted number one on Billboard for 21 weeks. So that was a hugely successful. A lot of these artists just release these... You know, you're constantly talking about the artists of, of definite merit yeah. just releasing a single here and there. Like, that that never used to be the case yeah. years ago, but now they just throw them out. All right, and that is, uh, that's all I have in music news yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, but I do have this one last item, that uh, the Ghostbusters dropped off 2,250 pounds oh. of food. Oh. Nice job, guys. Well done. I like that. Yeah, so we appreciate all efforts. And listen, if you want to dress up and and, and do the costume thing, we highly encourage Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Especially if you want to get in the privilege sec- section, right? It may very well yeah, be your ticket to the privilege ticket. section. Hey, I want to mention, uh, we are going to have lunch this afternoon provided by Jersey Mike's. Oh! Yep, so uh, for our volunteers and staff, uh, they're dropping that off. 20% of all sales donated, uh, by the way, this weekend to Feeding America, which is awesome. We love Jersey Mike's. Be a sub above. So uh, that's all good, and we thank those guys for being a part of this event. All right, so let me see what else I want to mention. Oh, I also wanted to mention the drop-off donation zone is sponsored by Planet Fitness. It's called the Planet Fitness Donation Zone. And you can uh, park, you can drive through and drop off, or you can park in lots G or A and walk the donation over. Uh, enter through our new midway entrance on the Broad Street side of the lot. So we actually have a back entrance for the Which, first time ever. I walked in this morning, and I think this is brilliant. It's yeah. going to make it so much easier so you can access that lot. Again, we're right down here. You can see us at the sports complex. You can see the, arc, the, uh, the, the amusement park rides. We're here. We want to see you come down and drop off food. Yep, absolutely. All right, Chico's Vibe. Let's do it one more time. We are going to take another break. We'll come back in a second. We'll have Pierre Robert, and he will be taking over for us, and you can stick around for that. So stay with us to the Camp of the Hunger. Come see us. We'll be right back. 
every donation counts this week at Camp Out for Hunger. If you're bringing non-perishable food donations, check out Phil Abundance's list of most needed items. If inspired to send your support from home, the online donation link will count your contribution towards the total. Visit WMMR.com slash campout to support. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. 93.3 WMMR. And everything rocks. Our Camp Out for Hunger. Day number one. And we got just a little bit more to go in the President Steve show. But more on the way. Chico's vibe. Ladies and gentlemen, come on, man. Like, good. like I said, our good luck charm. And the fact that they ripped the Ghostbusters theme is pretty amazing. Dude, they were just, so the Ghostbusters are here. We have uh, everybody dressed up and they brought a great donation. But Chico's vibe, just sporadic or just uh, spontaneously yes. whipped up the Ghostbusters yes. theme during the commercial break. It was a wonderful moment. We have lots of little wonderful moments. Some of them happen on the air, uh, I think. And yeah. then a lot of them happen off the air, which is why you need to come down if you get a chance uh, for either the live broadcast or for some of our evening events, obviously. Tonight we've been hitting pretty hard uh, Food trucks and fireworks And that's going to start at 5 o'clock it's Sponsored by 5 Below But tomorrow night, movie night, Step Brothers um, are we, Have we verified where we're showing that yet? Uh, in the uh, back? Is back area? Okay, Rodney has set up some uh, set up outside Okay So we're going to follow through with the original plan It is the unedited version of Step Brothers Yeah Which is awesome And I think we're going to get that I don't know what time we're starting that though Do you guys know? I Casey? thought it was 7, seven. Uh, Well, we were hoping like 7.30-ish. 7.30? Yeah, because you guys are ringing the bell at yeah. 7, so All we right. want you guys to be able to do that and then be able to get back here. Well, yep. Yeah. We're at the Sixers game ringing the bell, which is cool. So that's tomorrow night. And then we're going to have free snacks from Asher's Chocolates, Philly Pretzel Factory, and hers, and samples from Mini Melt Ice Cream. But you need to bring chairs and blankets. That's it. So heads up that's on what that. what you need to do. Wednesday night, Quizzo night, Johnny Good Times in the Victory Beer Hall at Xfinity Live. Uh, you get a free flyer suite if you win Quizzo. We're doing ter- uh, T-shirt night on Thursday. I think we have 300 shirts. No kidding. I think that's wow. what we got. So oh, that's more than I thought we were going to have. The first 300 people that come out in the evening to donate for that. We'll get those. And you can go to WMMR.com slash campout for all of the information. And that's our first campout shirt ever. Uh, yes. Right? Yep. First time we're doing that. So uh, we're very excited for all this stuff. Um, let me see. Is uh, You know, real quick, I want to thank our guests uh, that we had. We had a bunch of donations. Uh, thank you to everybody from uh, Acme to uh, United Concordia Dental, the Highmark. Um, we also had uh, Key Bank and uh, Lighties. Mickey Morandini and Riku Batalico stopped by. Yeah, sensational. Uh, Keith Jones, Flyers president, came by with Blair uh, Listino as well from the uh, Flyers Charities. Uh, our friends at Duncan and Victory Beer and Boston Scott from your Philadelphia Eagles. How cool is that guy? Was fantastic. And uh, Mike from Wells Fargo Center. It's just been a great run of people coming by this morning. Yeah, and I also want to recommend that anybody that's coming by here, obviously we have coffee and donuts that we're giving away to anybody who shows up but also, you have an opportunity to register for a chance to win any one of these prizes. If you go to the MMR table and you fill out, fill this out, we got tickets for Tool this Thursday. Mammoth uh, WVH, who's playing uh, Keswick this Saturday. Flyers tickets, Papa Tom Papa tickets, Nate Bargatze, Chris Stapleton, Foo Fighters, Blink-182, Green Day Smashing Pumpkins. You can register to win tickets to all of those things just we, by showing up here. We just show up here, and, and obviously you need to make a donation. We yep. can ask you to do that. Uh I didn't even know that. No. Like, I didn't even know we had that much stuff to give away. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that. So, yeah, that is My terrific. name's on the goddamn yeah. thing. I didn't even know that. 
Well, there's only been 4,000 emails over the last week. And- I, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great problem to have. I love it. To be honest, I forgot where you're doing this. I bl- yeah, yeah. Isn't it great being uh, the last one I, to know? I, actually, I drove over to the station. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. All right, and uh, I also wanted to mention one more time that this hour, sponsored by Newman University, proud to once again be the video partner of the President and Steve Camp Out for Hunger. And you'll see the Newman students are around here, and uh, they provide the morning show and audience both in person and on YouTube with visuals that are happening on site, part of their hands-on learning experience. Sometimes that means taking an egg to the head. <laughs> and uh, I think that did happen earlier. But uh, whether you're considering obtaining your graduate degree or you have a high school student considering college, now's the time to visit the campus and discover the new you. Learn more at newman.edu. So Excellent. thank you to those guys. All right. I believe we need some music to bring on our next person who is going to be taking on. Uh, Chico's Vibes uh, prepared a special piece of music. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever you're ready, go ahead and hit it first. Ladies and gentlemen, Pierre Robert is here with us this morning. his classic theme. This is his this is Pierre's theme, by the way. <laughs> Everybody! <laughs> he hates this song. I hate pina coladas. To the white hot passion. <laughs> Alright, thank you, Chico's vibe. Oh, that was brilliant. God bless you, kids. <laughs> They know how to get to somebody in a great way. <laughs> Chico's vibe. Yeah. What's up, man? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. What a great day in yeah. the morning. Thank you for everybody coming out. It's perfect outside, perfect fall weather. What a great day to kick this thing off. Pierre, yeah. the vibe um, is that this is going to, I mean, I, I, everyone has this this feeling that this is going to be the biggest one ever. That yeah, it's I, be I would have to agree yeah. with that. Before we go further, regarding Chico's vibe, you guys uh, uh, were cool enough to pull out a vintage station ID. We call them vintage IDs. And I uh, messaged Jason and asked him if he could pull out the original that you have um, taken that from. And if, Jason, if you have it, uh, we call it the three fishes. You sang two fishes. It's actually, I saw three fish in the window, I think. But you said two when you were singing it, I think. I don't care. It doesn't make any difference. We're quibbling over a 30-second ID, for heaven's sakes. That's 45 years old. It was made in 1972, long before any of us were here. At any rate, Jason, if you have it, let's play it. I saw three shrimp in the water. Three shrimp. Two of them old and gray. I swam a little bit closer and I heard the young one say, I dig the value, oh yes I do, and the bar I can. Music. They don't make music like that. And you kids don't know music with your goddamn tool and stuff. <laughs> this is music. That was the days of music, Rushhead. 
Rush head. Wow. I yes, don't know. Yes, sir. No, you, you know what I happened. just thought you'd like to appreciate the original. I love that you guys do it. Oh, if you're going to talk. Do you remember one that went like WM, WM, WMMM? Can we get that up too? Uh, <laughs> now we're getting requests. He's calling out station ID requests. I can't remember which one it's labeled, but we'll, I'll find it for you in the break. Excellent. Can you do jumping jacks while smoking? <laughs> <laughs> People do request station IDs, though, which is great. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is uh, Brent Porsche and myself and Marissa came out yesterday uh, to the uh, fill a trunk thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it, I've never seen that many cars in this parking lot for that kind of a thing ever. I mean, thousands of cars. Uh, I think they were expecting maybe a thousand. I think they got close to three or four thousand cars. Hundreds of people all over the lot, both lots. And I don't know how much food was raised. I think Jeff's coming on maybe tomorrow to, to uh, talk about it. But uh, the Porsche Club sponsored it originally. But what an amazing production that alone is. I yeah. Mean, we were here for hours. Hours, it was it was this festive um, pre-show before you know it's like an appetizer to the main course of this whole thing. And we got we got to thank Jeff Walton for being the point guy on that because it was his idea to move it to another day because it was getting that big. And so he takes the reins on it and makes that thing happen it, and folds it into uh, you know the camp out for hunger. It's everything, yeah. yeah. And he runs it all. So and it's funny because yep. Lori here, uh, Lori from uh, Phil Abundance, and she was saying we had an idea to maybe every night they come down. And say, That's exactly what we. Want wanted to stop because it, you saw how many people were came down for that. It would jam up the parking lot, and then with sporting events here, it would be impossible with all that traffic. So, uh, yeah, but it's, it's we just heard nothing but amazing things about it. It was stunning. I mean, there was all these different car clubs. There was this old Mini Cooper, little vintage Mini, little tiny Mini, and the entire interior was stacked with food. Uh, you know, they had giant Corvette muscle cars and stuff, and their engines were surrounded by food. I mean, it was really, uh, to all those car clubs who came out yesterday, a thousand thanks to you. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, we got we got a ways to go. This. Okay. We now have the ID that Chico requested. Jason just whispered in my ear. Okay. Cool. So uh, let's do that first, and we'll do the letter of the day. Go ahead, Jason. Here we go. And there it is. Thank you to Jason Fayon. Who's the man behind the board all week long? Jason's amazing. Yep. And he actually was responsible for finding a lot of those vintage IDs and restoring them. They were on these old reel to reel tapes, and he actually baked them in an oven. Ah. Uh, these taping ovens that they have to restore old reel to reel magnetic tape. And he restored almost all of them a long time ago. So great job, Jason. Love that. Um, very cool. All right, shall we get our first letter stuff? Yes. All right, Jason, when you're ready. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... F as in food. We want food. That we do. And for it, we'll give you beer. Well, at least for the word of the week, because we have a victory brother love, brotherly love, beer for a year. It's Victory Brewing Company's Brotherly Love Hazy IPA helps you drink beer and do good by giving back to the city of Philadelphia. We'll give that away on Friday. So you've got this tent. you got the airwaves. What you going to do today, ma'am? I'm going to start with the national anthem, which I will sing. Then I will read the Constitution. Very good. Then I will um, talk about Newman University, Catholic education in the Franciscan tradition. I'm just wow. reading that. From it's, our it's beautiful. It's uh, beautiful. And <laughs> so inspiring. I have no idea. Oh, no, All right. actually. <laughs> Um, yesterday was uh, one of my favorites, birthday, Neil Young. So we're going to do a gigantic block of Neil Young. Uh, we've got a, a block of the Black Keys, workforce blocks of Jimi Hendrix. And whatever vintage station IDs you'd like to request, <laughs> see if we can find them uh, like you guys did. Thank you. Fabulous. All right, Pierre Robert is coming up next. I would like to thank our sponsor, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan, and they're a big part of Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, tomorrow on our program, we got a few cool things happening. Uh, one of them, a big one, is the Mini Hoops Madness event. So this has taken our little basketball thing that we used to do with the coaches, and we're changing things a little bit. We have not revealed yet what that's going to be. No, we, I like what we're doing. Wait till tomorrow? Wait, yeah. I think so, right? Well, whatever you guys want to do. Absolutely. We can do that. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to leave the rest of it. I'm just going to wait till tomorrow uh, before I announce because there's a special guest coming by and I kind of want to save it. So come on down. Be a part of it. Yes. Definitely listen to it. And, and above all of it, make sure you donate. Yep. And uh, we have many ways for you to do that. Just go to uh, WMMR.com slash campout and you can find out the information. But it's a beautiful day. Come down here and be a part of it. And thank you guys for being here this morning. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.